People say he ain't no good And I'm crazy as a loon Cause I shave my head in the morning Pick guitar in the afternoon Just like old Chief and Charlie I like to lay around in the shade Well I ain't got no money But you better believe I got it made Cause I ain't asking nobody for nothing Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone. What's up, fam? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Cherry Podcast. Uh, first off, happy holidays, guys. Merry Christmas. All that good shit. Uh, I hope that y'all have just had, I don't know, just an amazing holidays. I know that I have been sick as hell for the majority of mine. Um, I've had covid Slash the flu, whatever. Like, I've just felt like shit. Um, I want to thank everybody that helped with our toy drive. We hit our goal. Um, man, you guys just give and give and give. And you guys are just the fucking best. I can't I can't put into words as how fucking great you guys are. Thank y'all so much. Um, I didn't want to end the year without uh, dropping a couple more shows. Uh, kind of had to anyway. But... <laughs> What I decided to do was, um, I don't know whether we're going to end up having a New Year's show or not. Uh, we didn't really have a Christmas show, which is fine. Um, me and Cam, I guess you could say, kind of did one another day. I think tomorrow on Wednesday, the 27th, we're going to try to do a group show. Uh, that's one reason why I'm putting this out real fast. That, hey, if you guys ain't got shit going on, um, and any of y'all would like to be part of the New Year's show, um, a little celebration. Wednesday night, let me know. Uh, I'm not 100% sure we're going to do it yet, but if I get some good characters in here, I think we're going to. Uh, it'll be a good time. It'll be a real good time. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see what else. Um, what I am going to drop right now, though, is a little entertaining shit for you guys. So, the past uh, couple years, we've done a New Year's Eve party uh, and recorded it. And some of you are new listeners and probably haven't got a chance to hear me and Lee Tucker celebrating the New Year's together. Um, I'm going to drop that one first. And then we had one episode that was 15 fucking people, uh, which was another New Year's Eve party. So we're going to drop the last two years New Year's Eve parties right now. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy them. Thank y'all so much for making this year special. Um, because of you guys, we crushed it this year. And I hope we keep crushing it in the future. And the only way we do that is because of you guys. I'm very grateful for each and every one of you. Um, we're going to have some great guests coming on next year. We've got some big shit that's going to be happening next year. And I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. It's been it's been wonderful so far. So uh, I'm going to shut the hell up now. You guys are about to laugh your asses off. You're about to go ham, giggle. So uh, please enjoy. The next two hours, our New Year's Eve special from last year, I believe, uh, with me and Lee Tucker. I love you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Thank you to all the sponsors we have had all year, uh, our management company, Red Circle, and all the corporate sponsors they brought along, as well as all the uh, small town sponsors. I appreciate all of y'all. 
this show is going to be extremely fucking weird. Um, <laughs> it's me and Tucker, me and Lee. Hello. Lee had a song come out today called Words of Wisdom, and we were going to get together and celebrate New Year's anyway, but we got a little something extra to celebrate with that song coming out today. Yeah. So they need to all go check it out and download it. George is playing Michigan, and they're about to kick off. So what my idea was, Tucker, is um, we drink, we talk, we introduce the show, then we pause it, and we take a break, okay. and we have fun, and we bullshit, and then we <laughs> fin- we come back and record some more. Then maybe we talk and bullshit some more off air, and then come back. <laughs> so this is like a progression piece. This sounds horrible. <laughs> this is not an all the way through they're deal. They're right like now. the first two, and then they're going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about Yeah, by the end of it? Yeah, we'll just remember how we ended each segment. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> But then we'll just have a different outlook on it when we come back. Yes. I would just like to say God bless Betty White. I'm going to miss you. Yeah. This year fucking sucked the, yeah. the past week. 2021 was like, we just need one more. Let's just yeah. get Betty. Yeah. God. I know. Why Betty? There's a lot that I said why to the past week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit. That's when you're supposed to be like, hey, sorry to hear about your grandpa. Hey, yeah. would you like a Betty White? Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm trying to. You got the laugh to keep from crying. I know. I I'm, know. Just, I'm trying. I'm I not know. making light of it. I just had to bring up Betty White because that's fine. She's a national treasure, and you know, your your grandpa was was somebody special. I I hate. I only got to meet him like twice. I think he thought we was fat. I, well, we are. So. No, no. He's like, why? <laughs> he was not wrong, Josh. No, he's like, why do y'all need so many barbecue sandwiches? Like, have you had one? He makes me want to. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, this will be fun. Um, I couldn't have thought of anybody to, with all the success the show's had, you get asked to come back all the time. People love you. I told I him. People. I told him before, I don't know why the fuck he don't do his own show. He's got too much shit going on. But if he didn't, you'd murder at this. I don't know. You'd have the best musicians in Nashville. And everywhere else you go, we'll I already be stay you. shadow banned on Instagram and TikTok and everything else. So, well, I've, um, I see the stuff that you send me in private. Yeah, well, that's another story. Josh. I know, but I'm saying, <laughs> but the stuff that you send in public <laughs> is it too much worse? Nah, well, it's pretty. You, you post some good stuff. It's funny. You've got to have like a couple of Karens on there. A couple of Karens that just hate you. I think they just block me. Or or they just follow me and report me, and that's why I'm shadow banned. Like, they just follow me just so they can report the shit that I post. Yeah. But they can't fucking stop watching, though. That's what matters. And that's about how... Well, I guess that's not how Words of Wisdom came about. Well, no. Nope. Won't you tell them how Words of Wisdom, before we get good and inebriated later, won't you tell them how Words of Wisdom came out? So, Words of Wisdom is... Uh, it's actually... So the hook is, don't let your Facebook get your ass whooped. And the thing is, it was, you know, I always post some political shit, and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. I like to have a good time. I like to make people laugh. And I ended up posting something. It was either pro-Trump or, or fuck Biden something. I don't know. Anyways, I Same had this thing. really liberal guy. Uh, and, and the thing is, and that's great. That's cool. I don't care. I got friends from every walk of life that, that believe in all kinds of shit. I got friends that support all kinds of shit. And that's cool. That's your right. That's what I want you to do. That's what I love about this country. But this guy, um, he's actually an attorney over uh, 
around South Georgia area, kind of where I'm from, towards Hazelhurst. Not not from there, but close by. And I had a guy that's a buddy of mine that's really, really far right. And, and it wasn't it's weird because you would think that the one that's very far right and conservative would be in South Georgia and the real <laughs> big liberals in Nashville, but it's it's the exact opposite. My other buddy's like a badass Grammy Award winning uh, bluegrass player. He's won a Grammy for a bluegrass album. He's far right, and those two got into it. So what happened was I posted this shit on Facebook, and I walked away. I put I put my phone down. I didn't give a fuck. I went out and had a great time. Got completely hammered in you Nashville. Don't say. Yes. Had a great night. Woke up the next morning at like 7.20 or something like that and ended up looking at uh, looking at my phone just like, what is all this shit? I had 847 comments on this one post. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on on my Facebook? It turns out these two guys apparently was like, just just arguing back and forth. And this is my address, you piece of shit. Come get your ass whooped. You motherfucker, if you come here, just back and forth the whole time. So that's what inspired the don't let your Facebook get your ass whooped. And, I love it. It's so, like, yeah, it, it was very entertaining. I read through all the comments. As soon as I was done, I wrote that song in like 20 minutes. Just thinking about all the shit that people can get their ass whooped over. On, on Facebook, and the first verse is very, in general, like, you know, because every time you go to Walmart, or you go to church, or you go where, everybody's so nice, and then you get online, and you're like, everybody, what the fuck are y'all fighting, like, y'all were just goddamn loving each other at church, down there at the, damn, at the Lord's house and everything, and now, here you are, gonna fucking kill the other one as soon as you get to the house, and walk out the church house, you're gonna get on the internet and goddamn fight somebody, people, anyways, it's just people crazy don't know shit. how to be... I guess real men and real women anymore. The internet and everything, or Facebook and all that bullshit, has just made people where they're way braver than they fucking ought yeah. to be. But what's funny, the the Grammy Award winning producer guy, he's something else that I've actually seen him fucking fight, like legit fight in real life. And uh, I love the dude. He's awesome. And uh, I think he was too drunk that day to be fighting because he's literally missing <laughs> five teeth when that fight was over. <laughs> it was it was something else. It was something else. And it was at Jeff Ham's birthday party. We like we had this huge oh. dude. We had a fucking party barge, like a double decker with a slide coming off the top deck and ton That's of girls. That's how me and you would have lost our teeth. Oh yes, it's coming it was, down to slide. Oh, I had a blast that day. <laughs> it, it was did. a bunch of like little little cute girls, all Mariah's friends, all these little hot girls and stuff, yeah. and full blown Caucasians. Oh yes, yes. Well, actually, there was there was some non Caucasians there, and they were a good time too. Damn, I wish I'd have been there. <laughs> we had a guy there, right? It was such a good time, but I felt bad because after after the the fight started, Jeff was just like. It's my fucking birthday. They're, they just, because this fight lasted literally like an hour and a half. And like, not, it was like the longest fight. It was, it would have been a great pay-per-view. You know how pay-per-views are usually, with my luck, if I goddamn paid a hundred bucks for one or something, it would be over in the first round. So I'm glad I don't have to pay for porn no more. Yes. I've, yes. I've been guilty of paying. Is there a fight hub? We should start with a that. fight hub. <laughs> a fight hub. I've got a great idea <laughs> for, for one. I'll tell you when we're off. I've already told other people. But uh, <laughs> but while we're talking about Jeff, congratulations to him around on the baby. On the baby, I can't wait. Are I'm going to show that baby every '80s movie ever. I'm just we're going to watch Goonies and Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. Mariah is either going to let you babysit. I or am never not babysitting. Get, or never get close to that baby. I am not babysitting. 
You could babysit. I could not. You could babysit Gracie anytime you wanted. I'm scared. I'm fixing to get a dog, y'all. And I have never you realized a dog. that you're going to get that dog up in a month when you realize that every time this guy go to the bathroom, you got to walk down three flights of stairs now. But I feel like I need that. <laughs> <laughs> it's motivation. Because I, I can't stand for my house to be dirty. So I'm like, this dog is not pissing and shit in the house. So it's like, it'll give me a reason to walk down and up the stairs or up and down the stairs three times a day. Or, I tell you, when or, I, or, you when know, I lived 12 in, times a day. Did you time. ever see the shit porch when I lived in Macon? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. It you gets, had one goddamn flight of stairs. I had one flight of stairs. <laughs> and I'm telling you, when them dogs wake you up in the middle of the night, oh. and after you've been out drinking all night, it, it's real easy to open up that porch, knowing that they can't jump off of it. Now that bitch probably can. But yours can. I'm Mama, getting a little Frenchy. Yeah, but no, I'm telling you, I had to shit porch for a reason. Mm. You get to where you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I can clean it up. I can clean it up. <laughs> I, I see you getting puppy pads quick as hell. Mm-mm. You don't I'm want to puppy get my pads? fucking belt. I'm going to beat that bitch to it. Don't want to It's going to take at least six to seven months. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It'll, it'll learn. We're, we're going to learn together. When are you getting him? It'll be February before you get him. What did you tell me you was naming him? I was going to name him Tater. <laughs> Tater Tucker. <laughs> Fucking me and Tater Tucker. It's perfect. Yes. It's perfect. You ain't going to name him that no more. And I hadn't told anybody this yet. And I don't. And y'all can, y'all feel free to message me. I want to name the dog Rastus. What? Rastus. Rastus? Yes. What's... So I didn't know my aunt, my favorite aunt, my dad's sister. I grew up. Come here, Rastus. You know, give, give me some sugar, Rastus. You know, she was said that. To she you. was the cool aunt. Yeah, she called me Rastus my whole life, and she passed away a few years ago. And uh, she never got to see me go to Nashville or anything. Like she was the cool aunt. Like yeah. we went and saw uh, Earl Thomas Conley back. Then. I was like sixteen, drunk as shit, dancing with a woman just got out of an eleven year marriage when I'm like sixteen years old. Anyways. Cool aunt, my my parents took me to this concert at Rascals down in Lake Park. Remember yeah. Rascals? No, trust Earl me, Thomas I remember. Conley. I've seen Confederate Railroad there. A lot of people, anyways. A couple bulldogs. Oh yeah, don't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so <laughs> anyways, so we go there, Earl Thomas Conley. But she's the aunt that like we showed up at the Waffle House. After the, you know, because you got, we're fat. We want to eat groceries. After the waffle. Absolutely. Or after the bar. After seeing Earl Thomas Conley play, we go to Waffle House. We go to Waffle House. My aunt, my dad, my mom, everybody's there. Earl Thomas Conley's tour bus pulls up. Oh, shit. As soon as ETC gets off the bus, my dad goes up to him, puts his arm around him, and goes, It's the third hardest thing I'll ever do. And Earl Thomas Conley Finishes singing it with my dad. I was like, that's the coolest shit. That is the coolest shit. My aunt's drunk. My aunt apparently writes her number on a napkin after we're inside and getting done eating, puts it in front of him. Anyway, she was that cool aunt. Was there an uncle there with her? Oh, no. Okay. It probably wouldn't have mattered. That's why she was the cool aunt. Ah, there you go. She would have loved us. I'm telling you, she would have fucking... She she could run with me and you, Josh. She's, She's wild. Yeah, she was the female, female us. I'm scared to ever yes, meet Yes, yes. I'm scared to death I gave birth to that. Oh. If she's, Gracie... She's something. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Gracie to ever be... I don't want anybody to ever look at Gracie and be like, you know who you remind me of? Your dad and Uncle Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I'm going to be like, fuck. Yeah, you don't want that. What but, strip club is she working at? Oh, God. 
That's like that new Walker song or whatever it is. I'm just trying to keep my daughter off the pole. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to love her so much that it's not an option. But I've seen her dance moves. Oh. She definitely gets her rhythm from her mama. <laughs> oh. I don't think. It'd have to be like no a chance. strip club with autism for her to work at it. <laughs> she has no rhythm. Michael J. Yeah. Fox has got more rhythm than she does. At least she can run in time. Like that, She can, she but can when run. you see it, it's almost like little bitches in mud. Just <laughs> <laughs> bogged down. Yeah, she's bogged in dry dirt. She get she get bogged down. She loves playing sports, but as soon as they're like, "Gracie, you gotta go run," Gracie's yeah. like, "But do we really? <laughs> like, is there a reason why?" I was like, "Gracie, just hit home runs and you can try it." Yeah, and now that's what she wants to do. I don't blame her. She's like, "I ain't gotta do shit." Yeah, I got hit. a guitar because. Yeah, I sucked at baseball. God, right field substitute hitter every year. <laughs> I use you as an example all the fucking time on the shows. When I, I had these girls on the shows, it's got the OnlyFans. Yeah. And they always ask me, like, whose OnlyFans do you subscribe to? That's what every single girl has OnlyFans asked me. I'm like, I don't subscribe to a single one of y'all. No. I don't. There's no need to. And they're like, well, I, just, I don't think that. Like, you, you know, you got to pay to see mine. I was like, I could sit here and talk to you long enough to where yes. you're going to send them to me. Yeah. And... No, re- no need. I've owned a guitar said, since I was 12. I'm not going to pay to look at this. That's what I have said every time. Yes. I was like, Lee Tucker and me both have got the same mindset. Yeah. If I'm not talented enough to get your nudes without paying for them, I'm not talented I, enough. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Everybody hey, else can pay for it. But back to the dog's name, Rastus. My aunt always called me Rastus. Told you the story about her. Yeah. But anyway, so I got asking my dad. I'm like, well, where did she get that? He's like, I ain't got a damn clue. And then, <laughs> as bad as this is, I'm like, well, I think I want to name it Rastus because that's what she always called me. She's gone, and I'm gonna. This is gonna be my little buddy. Yeah. For the next, however long as he lives. So, come to find out, I googled Rastus, and it turns out that Rastus is kind of like Aunt Jemima. It I does. was just fixing to say, I, didn't I bet know this. it's not racist. It is damn. It's apparently, it is the borderline. black fella. That is on the box of cream of wheat, the black chef. His name was Rastus. Why does she call your fat little chubby ass Rastus? I don't know. I don't know, but that's that she said I even asked her while she was still alive, where'd you get it? She's like, I don't know. I just got it somewhere and you just always look like a Rastus. Come here, Rastus. You know, so I was like, okay. But now I'm scared with today's, you know, political and all that bullshit. I'm scared. Touchdown, that it, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. There we already. go. But I'm just scared, like, you know, I don't want to be out there in Nashville in my apartment and be like, damn it, Rastus, come here. You know, and some Sony be like, producer be like, what do yeah, you say? Yeah, so anyways, that's my story about the Rastus. I like Rastus, though. I like Rastus, It's got meaning too. to it, too. It does. I like that. But I didn't want to name it that because it was the black fella. I want to name it that because that's what my hand always Well, that's the only me. story you should have to tell. If cancel culture and whoever gets mad at you about that, I know. fuck them. Yeah, but Rastus has got to have an Instagram page, and I don't want that to be like a... You're going to give your dog an Instagram page? Yeah. He's going to be so fucking cool. He's going to have more your followers dog is than gonna be. Your dog is going to be I cool. Mean, There's no... You've seen him. He looks like a fucking He's little... fucking precious. Yes. It's going to be awesome. You know what's funny about that whole story about Rastus? What's that? Growing up. My nanny used to call me Bo. I didn't know shit about Bo Duke, like from the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. I thought for the longest time, uh, I thought she was calling me Bo after Bo Jackson. And I never <laughs> understood why my nanny was wanting to call me Bo after Bo Jackson. 
I, was, I ain't heard that name Bo Jackson in forever. Yeah, I, thought, I loved Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. You I love Deion. Deion Sanders, I love dude? primetime. Man, they had that pinnacle card back in the day, like the yep. black and gold pinnacle card. That was the mix was, of football and yes, baseball. Yes, dude. I still got like three of those fuckers in the attic. I love Bo. I got so Frank Thomas was always my favorite. I love Frank Thomas. But everybody wanted Ken Griffey, Cal Ripken Jr., or Frank Thomas because those three players' yeah. cards were worth more than anybody else's. But I still love Frank Thomas more than the Junior big, or, or the yeah. big hurt, which Dude. is Frank. He was just different. Oh yeah, I had his video game, the baseball yep. game, the big yep. hurt. I think I had it on Sega CD. What What year <laughs> were you born? 81 or 82? 83. 83. Yeah. Okay, so you're only four years older. I mean, so yeah, we would have yeah. had the same, yeah. almost the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember fucking um, Frank Thomas's baseball. You remember? Yeah. Did you ever get to play Techno Bowl? Yeah, football game where if you had Bo Jackson, you just fucking destroyed oh, yeah. everybody. Everything. Nobody Everything. could tackle Bo. That was racial profiling back then. Nobody wanted to talk about white people couldn't tackle Bo. Yeah, couldn't. <laughs> but it's all right. They couldn't tackle his ass in real life either. The, the other name, the other name I thought about naming the dog is Willis. Because I, I love the Hangover. I won't be like. Uh, what you doing, Willis? I was thinking I about what you it. talking about, Willis. What you talking about, Willis? That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's the yeah. hangover. Yeah. Man, speaking of Willis, you ain't nothing but a biggin, a no down gritty biggin. Oh god. Uh, so for those who don't know, on Christmas morning, Papa passed away. Uh, drank a lot, cried a lot, been in very <laughs> bad mood past couple of days. <laughs> And everybody's left me alone for the most part because I've made a text message and I, I or a Snapchat posted on Instagram, a Snapchat and Facebook, and was like, I appreciate everybody that wants to text or call and everybody who already has, but leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to be around nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. I want to deal with this on my own. So I had some really good friends that said, fuck that. And they were going to they were gonna text me, which I was glad did the ones that did. Lee, I think this was Tuesday or Wednesday. It was the day or two after the funeral. Yeah. And uh, he sends me this fucking YouTube video. And I need all y'all to listen to me, pause it, go watch the video, then come back. Or you're going to get none of this. But it is a midget supremacist video. <laughs> and they... <laughs> it is the first time since Christmas morning since I got the news that Papa passed away that I laughed. And I didn't just laugh, Lee. I was in my chair... <laughs> Squalling <laughs> at it. Uh, those who don't know, I got an obsession with midgets. Yes, it's, he on, does. it's on my bucket list to bang one. I'm sure you've already told the story about you getting in trouble at the midget wrestling. Oh show. yeah, I've told that story. God, a lot. I, love, Here it is. I love that story. You do. This, they don't I'm put you in my pocket. I'm gonna put you in my pocket <laughs> and take you home. But as soon as I opened that, it was like my whole <laughs> fucking mood changed, and it was it was great. So y'all just go watch it and you'll understand why. She was married to a no-down, dirty biggin. It's bigger. Bigger, bigger, bigger. That's right. Bigger. I keep saying big in. Yeah, it's, it's bigger. It's no good. Yes. Bigger. Yes. When you go see it, you understand. And it's, yeah. It's, when, the, when, the, when the midget cop pulls over. Oh, yeah. He got to get a The tall fella. I hate you fucking biggers. It's the funniest fucking shit anyways. <laughs> Just go watch it. It is it is the Clayton Bigsby of midgets. It is. It is amazing. It is. And if you don't know who Clayton Bigsby is, you shouldn't be listening to this fucking show yes, now. Yes, You should be watching Dave Chappelle and learning about one of the greatest fucking comics of all time. Oh, we haven't it, done a fucking show oh, since fuck. we went and watched that. 
Have you told? I'm sure you've told them. We just went and saw Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, but I've been waiting to have y'all on to even talk about oh it whatsoever. Because I remember now. I remember I have not really like I've told people I went and watched it, and I've said it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was in amazing. It, 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 it is, dude. That was. Uh, I have never in my life cried and laughed awesome. so hard. <laughs> As we're going in, one of our participants that went with us—I'm not going to tell you who—decided to bring edibles. Ooh. <laughs> and some of the participants there, I'm not going to say anybody's name besides myself, I ate an edible. Going into that and being high and hearing them was the funniest shit I've ever been a part of. And I understand, like, I was kind of freaked out when we first got there. I don't know if I ever told you this. I didn't like having to get my phone up. I've never been to a place that had to get my phone up. Oh, really? Zanies, a lot of comedy clubs do that. Yeah. They, they give you this this little pouch thing. You got to put your phone in and it locks it. And uh, you still take the pouch with you with your phone in it. But that way you can't video the show and release the unreleased material. Because it wouldn't it be funny sense. because everybody's yeah. already heard those fucking jokes. Because they watched them on YouTube before they actually went to the concert. So yeah. they do that. I had to do it when I saw Rob Schneider. When I, I really saw fucking Tom Green. Yeah, they do that for a lot of comedy shows, even in small comedy venues. Yeah, I had never experienced that before. And I was kind of like, well, what the fuck? Like, no, whatever. But then you get in there and you realize that the shit that you see on their specials isn't what oh, you're no. seeing live. And I'm not going to ruin any of their stuff for any of y'all, but it is ten times better yeah. than uh, some of the shit you, they say in there. You're like... They couldn't be recorded They're in saying this They're not going to be on the fucking HBO special. No, absolutely not. No, it was fucking, it was <laughs> yeah. real good. One of my favorite parts is when the guy that was in the front row got in trouble and Dave Chappelle oh stopped the show. God. And he had everybody freaked out because he's like, oh, he's got a fake Vax card. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody thought he was serious. Then he's like, this kid, he probably molested somebody's daughter. Yeah. Y'all take him away. It was like so fucking just... No fucks. To given. add a little more context to what he's talking about, there was a cripple guy. Yeah. It was in the front row, and security came to get them during Dave Chappelle's act. And he was in the front fucking the row. The front goddamn row. And they had to take him away. And Dave is, like, vouching for the dude the whole time. He's like, hey, we'll get this handled. We'll get this handled. Yeah. You know, just cooperate and go along with him. And then finally somebody says what he did or whatever. And he's like, well, me and, me and Rogan will come get you out of jail. And he yeah. said, well, we won't, but yeah. somebody <laughs> with us will. Uh, I, God, wouldn't you want to know the story behind that? Because yeah. it wasn't fake. Oh, no, that was definitely real. I just loved how he turned something like that into a fucking, into a fucking yeah. coronavirus joke. Yeah. He's got a fake vax because it was one of those shows. I know a couple people there with fake vax cards. I know a couple people, too. I know too. a few people. I know I one that almost went to prison because they posted it on Snapchat that night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. that's right. They already know. I posted a fake Max card on Snapchat. <laughs> and I wake up the next morning because I'm treating it like it's, uh, I got dime bags. I'm like, yeah, hey, like, I got this Vax card. If y'all yeah. want it, hit me up. <laughs> like, act like a drug dealer. And then the next morning, there was fucking 15 people, it seemed like, that was in my inbox and like, you're a fucking stupid bastard. Yeah. You know you can go to prison for that. And yeah, I was like, and now you're saying it on a fucking podcast. That's... I don't have it no more. I threw it away. I mean, I plus, I didn't buy it. I ain't going to tell him I got it from. Snitches get stitches. Very true. But now I am vaccinated. 
Are you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Raising Grace Studios requires it. Oh, I'm glad I got my Vax card. There you go. You couldn't have came in without it. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh. Let's get some more whiskey. Let's get some more whiskey. I tell you what, (laughs) this is going to be the first break. (laughs) (laughs) We made it 25 minutes in exactly without taking a fucking break. Uh, Folks, just hold on tight. We'll be back shortly. And uh, I'll guarantee you when I said earlier that we were going to talk about what we was talking about last, we won't be talking about Vax cards when we get back. (laughs) We probably needed a vaccine for that. Hey, look, if they didn't already give me vaccines for some of the shit I've caught, then I'll just catch COVID again. Oh, shit. It's better than something you might have. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Them bumps mm-hmm. stay with you forever. Mm. Chlamydia is just two pills, though. Dangerous. Mm. All right, we're back for round two. Uh, let me make sure it's working right. It is working just fine. Uh, just tried to call Rodney Carrington. Uh, Lee has had the privilege of not only meeting him, but having him over at his house sharing chicken nuggets. <laughs> and uh, as we just got done talking about some, you know, some stories that, you know, they just keep going round and round in our head. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry. Was that? That was inside awesome. jokes. It's that inside was jokes. amazing. It's, yes. just keep going round and round in our head. God, you rolled right to that one. Oh, shit. <laughs> You know what my favorite Lip Biscuit song was? What? Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. <laughs> ah. Oh, oh shit. They're not handicaps. They're handicapables. Let's go. Mm. Oh. But anyway, oh, uh, we listened to a song, and we had to call Mr. Rod DeCarrington. <laughs> and uh, he didn't answer, but maybe he'll call back while we're sitting yeah. there. I left him you, a message. You know, that's one of the coolest days I had while working in radio is that morning I woke up and I was headed to work at 4.30 in the morning <laughs> to get on the morning show. Oh, and I had a voicemail from you, and the voicemail started off, you're not going to fucking believe who this is. And then Rodney <laughs> Carrington gets on there. Talking about some McNuggets and shit. Hey, Josh, this is Rodney Carrington. I'm in Lee's living room, like, funny as shit. Oh, dude, it's, it's something that I real definitely, de- and I was looking to see. No, I don't still have it. Oh, what a great, I mean, the thing is, with Rodney, man, I've been a fucking fan since I was, like, 15. There's a skeeter on my Peter, flick it off. I, yeah. remember, I remember it, I remember it well. But, yeah. So Rodney is is a uh, is awesome man. Anyways, I got fucked up at Losers one night after going to a show. He ended up at Losers after and going to his show. You yeah, got I went to, to go see him. him. Yeah, I paid tickets to go see him, and then the same night ran into him, and I told the bartender I was like, just just put a shot whatever he's drinking on me, and she told him she's like, hey, cause you know, yeah, and he came down there and he's like, what's up, buddy? How are you? Thank you for the shot, man. I was like, well, fuck yeah, I appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, like, basically, I've been a, a fan for 20 years. and You know how to talk to and, these people. Uh, well, Like, the people that's bigger. I just talk. I'm I know, I know, but I'm saying, like, you don't ever, <laughs> you don't ever wig out or anything. You treat them like you treat, yeah, treat they me. Put, they put saying? their condom like on one dick at a time yeah. like I do. And it's, they, they I'm just what? kidding, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said they put their condom on one dick at a time like I do. Well, you'd I'm have to wear kidding. condoms first. Yes. I know, that's a joke. I know. That's why it's a Trust joke. Trust me, when you said condom, I was laughing on the inside. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we're over there and I'm hammered. And I don't know why it ends up every time I get drunk, I want to bum cigarettes off celebrities. This is something I tend to do. Yeah, I've, and, seen, uh, I've seen you do it with several now. I get the Snapchats yeah, of them, you funny. fucking asshole. <laughs> 
Anyway, so so I get to meet Rodney, and we're talking. He's like, hey, you want to go over here to the window thing? And I was like, yeah, because we're out there on the big porch at Losers, and we go over there, and and uh, he's got a pack of Marlboro Lights, and we're sitting there smoking cigarettes. And I was like, man, I don't want to keep you or nothing, you know. And uh, it turns out he's like, no, nah, hell, fuck. They over there doing their thing, hell. Let's let's go to the other bar inside and get some shots. And I was like, okay, so hell, we go in there and do some shots and all. And uh, anyways, he was just the most down to earth, nicest dude. And uh, so anyways, the the bar started closing, and I didn't introduce him. You know, my buddy Justin Andrews plays yeah, in the loser yeah, like house him. band. That guy's Look, nice as fuck. And Josh Sanders. Oh, I like Josh. And, and big all ass. those guys. Anyways, I introduced them to Rodney and everything, and then Rodney's like, "Well, hell, what? Fuck it, come with us. We're going over here to." get some food somewhere because he had his entourage he had like one of his managers like his manager then he had like his publishing manager and all these other people there's probably like five or six of us and we go to this diner actually the name of it is the diner and it turns out we got there at like 3 a.m and the fucking diner stopped serving alcohol from 3 a.m to 4 a.m that's the only hour and me and rodney were he was like me. He was like, I don't want to fucking eat. I want to drink. Fuck this. He's like, didn't you say you got an apartment somewhere around here? So anyways, we end up going back to my place, and I ordered literally five 20-piece McNuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't know, five large I mean, that fries. is a normal fucking trip for me and you, yes, drunk that, in Nashville. It's the Christian thing to it do, is, Josh. It is, it is. <laughs> so anyways, we get back, and, and we're just bullshitting. And I got all kind of liquor at the house, of course. So we're sitting there mixing shots and drinks and just... Having a blast, man. And he's got my guitar, and he's playing Keith Whitley, and I was we were hammered. I don't fucking, if you're on my Snapchat, you saw that night. I remember. I got him to call my dad, woke my dad up at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> hey, Rodney, you know, my dad's all fucking, basically, what the fuck, is everything okay? Yeah, that's probably what George I'm was like, thinking. it's not okay, Rodney Karen is here, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Anyways, but that was uh. that, it was just like one of those surreal nights. Like, how the fuck does this happen? How does this? Hit. And what's crazy, we as like me and him with everybody inside, we're all partying, and then we end up going out on my balcony and just talking for like an hour, just like how fucking he roughed it back in the old days and just fucking did paid his dues, and you know it was like getting advice from one of your one of your fucking. Just favorite people in the whole world. You know, I always love Jamie Johnson and Rodney Carrington. I like to think I'm a mix between both of them. I love oh, I got to tell you something about Jamie Johnson in a few minutes. And, and you know, and anyways, that's that's kind of the story. So I got him to call Josh, too. I'm like, hey, man, you care? I, I hate to ask you, but he's like, fuck it, call him. <laughs> All right, shit, we'll call him. So it's just just awesome, man. And, and he actually, he's he called me during the COVID thing at fucking 11 o'clock at night. You know, and, and we talked for like an hour that night, and he's been back over to the apartment since. And just It's just awesome, man. He's just such a great dude. Well, dude, I'm telling you, with you, <laughs> and I've told you this time and time again, but we're probably going to be drunk by the end of this, so I'll tell you a couple more times. Everybody that I have on this show from Nashville, whether they know how close me and you are, are or not, your name seems to always get brought up, whether it's Rodney Carrington or whoever. You have a fucking way with people. I joke and call you the mayor of Nashville, but you could probably be the fucking mayor of Nashville one day if, if you wanted to. 
You are just so nice to people, and you like neutralize them the second you get around them. I'm not. I'm just fucking harmless because I just want to make you laugh. I don't think I don't think you're harmless. I don't think you're harmless whatsoever. I try to act. Uh, You're not harmless, and I I mean that as a compliment. It's it's where I just want everybody to have a good time. And it's obvious. It's obvious when you get around that that's what you're looking for. You're just looking for a good time. Good people is all I give a fuck about. Work, pay your taxes, your child support. Take care yeah. of you, young and just be a good fucking person. Then that's, that's what all I it want radiates off of you. That's why I think everyone fucking loves you. Why everybody, all the folks that's been on here, they love either rotting with you or want to rot with you. I have you, been just stupid fortunate is all I know. I, I don't think you're fortunate because that would be like saying Unlucky. I'm fortunate for what <laughs> I'm sitting in right now. But yeah. it's not that. It's we're good at what we do. And when you get around certain people that know that we're good at what we do, it makes us feel. It makes us feel like we're lucky, but we're not lucky. We are skilled. You are very skilled in what you do. You are very fucking skilled in what you do. I, you're you're humble. You're a lot more humble than I am. I say I'm fucking good at this, but I know that I'm good at it. You need to be told a whole lot more that you're good at it. There's a reason why motherfuckers love you. You ain't the you. You know you almost as ugly as I am. I just feel like Doe Hargrave would say this. What did Dill Hargrave say? I'm just saying, like, he's special uh, in a retard kind of way. <laughs> you know, I can't stand goddamn midgets or antique furniture. I'll fucking puke, Linda. Oh, shit. I'm just saying, I feel like I'm special. But you say it. It's like a, a beautiful you mind. Have a, you have a fucking <laughs> gift, though. And besides your song, right? You have a gift to be able to say shit like that and it not be offensive. Because I'm fucking retarded. I love, I, love, <laughs> I love everybody. I really do. I fucking love everybody. I do. I, I know, but it. it's obvious. It's obvious. You, uh, even got, people that disagree with me, I fucking love you. I yeah. hate that I love you because I wish I could not. But see, that I is do. something. That is something, and I brought it up several times lately. You even had to teach me last time I was in Nashville that I have to get to know these people, not predetermined. It's, My, it's easy to make fun of motherfuckers and, and Chuck Taylors and skinny jeans. Until you, until you get around them and you get to fucking but, know but them. But that's where we come from yeah. because the people we knew in Chuck Taylors and skinny jeans. We're dumbasses. They were. Well, yeah, but. That's the word we're going to use. And unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of them didn't turn out to be like a lot of the guys in skinny jeans and yeah. Chuck Taylors that are in Nashville. I just think, but the thing is, is I was literally like my favorite bands were Hawthorne Heights, Silverstein, Blink One Eighty Two, No Effects, Rancid. I love punk, I love metal, and I love fucking country music, and yep. I love all of it. So I never got into like everybody made fun of me because I like Sublime and Weedus and shit like that. And See, I like that cool. shit too, though. Yeah, but it's just like I've been in every fucking mosh pit you can imagine. My first concert was fucking. Uh, Summer Sanitarium, 2003. I was like, I think 18, something like that. It started off, Mudvayne opened up. They didn't wear their makeup or anything. It was cool as shit. Mudvayne, then the Deftones, then Linkin Park, Limp Biscuit, and Metallica. That sounds like Shut the best mother- fucking And I was in the fucking pit, dude. I never, like, there was, I'm my redneck ass from South Georgia seeing a lot of titties, but not in public like that. <laughs> there was so many titties and drugs. And I did not do drugs. I had never smoked you, weed at this you point. You literally just said how to get me to go anywhere. Dude, I mean... Titties a, and drugs. A fucking rock concert. My favorite concert besides that. Dude, I mean, like, I've seen Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. And in the pit. In the fucking... That's the only way to see a show is in the pit. Yeah. I mean, even Eric Church. I've seen fucking Eric Church in the pit. It's, 
it's just the the friends. You actually make friends while you're there. Because you're there experiencing something special. The together. last big concert you I went to was grab, with you. You can grab and any cute girl and have a great time and yeah. spin them around, fucking dance, have a good time. You can't. You can spin them around. You can spin them around. As long as. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's, a, let's skip off of that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go I need to the you concerts. to run away from that comment. Yes. Oh, and not to mention, it's, speaking of pits. We can't help but say uh, that we saw Tyler Childers and Sturgill. And Sturgill that's what I was. That's what I. You were the last person I was at, in a pit with. That was the last time I was in a pit because since I moved to Nashville, what's stupid? I don't buy concert tickets anymore. Really, like huge concerts and shit. Because I, I fucking go to Live Oak. My buddy Hasten a lot owns it, and I've seen fucking Hardy, Ashley McBride, right in front of the fucking stage. Like you, I'm just sitting there. And it's you, just you get to hang out with them and fucking just chill. You whenever. spoiled me. You have 100% spoiled That's me. That's because I'm spoiled. I, I, I got drunk and ended up on John Party's tour bus. Yeah. How the fuck does this shit happen? Between you and working at the radio station, I now know that <laughs> I don't want to buy concert tickets because if I can't go to the back and I can't be on the, yeah. the back side of the show, I really don't want to go. I'd rather just listen to music sitting here. Because yeah, exactly. once that happens and once you get to be on the inside of shit, oh, it fucking ruins you. I've learned that there's not a lot of concerts that I go to that I don't somehow end up backstage. Dude, last they time, love you, motherfucker. Dude, I ended up, I went to, um, fuck, I don't even remember the name of it. I flew out, literally had like 45 minutes to get to the airport. Country Stampede. Because I was yes, pissed I didn't go. Country Stampede. I didn't even know anything about this. I didn't know what it was. Hasten and Co., Invited me to it. And, like, so I get there. Check this shit out. This is fucking Sam Hunt, Ashley McBride, Luke Combs. The list just goes Shout out to uh, Dirty Prescott kids. They were performing there, and they invited me. How the fuck did I not get to see them? They were, like, one of the opening, opening (coughs) acts of it. That's sick, dude. So I get there. Or they just went and partied. They they either opened or, like, a big open or, like, a opener, like, early in the day, or they just went and partied. So I went with my friends Hasten and Co. Actually, I just got on a fucking plane. I got a buddy that works for the ATF of all fucking things. Come pick me up from the airport. (laughs) I'll stay with this motherfucker and we go. We have a blast, man. So I meet Hasten and Co. there. We're chilling. And then my buddy Gabe Walsh is playing, like, the private VIP like literally, like there's a backstage, the sheltered area, right? Private yeah. VIP in the very back, and Gabe was playing that. He asked me to come play, so I literally got to open between fucking Sam Hunt and Ashley McBride, I believe it was, or Ashley McBride and, and Luke Combs. And what's funny is it was is, Luke Combs, huh? It was Luke Combs because Kate and him talking. <coughs> I didn't remember, but it, it's just like I just ended up on stage and. It's just such a huge deal to me to get to do that shit. And I don't even know how I do it. It's just stupid. Because you are the most lovable motherfucker on the planet. I got drunk and rode around on a golf cart. Like, it it was the greatest thing. I had a fun time. I'm telling you. (laughs) When people talk about you, they they adore you. It's not like with me. You know, uh, not to get sad, because I'm not going to get sad when I say this. At my papa's funeral, they said something. Like when the preachers and stuff were talking, they were like, he either really loved you or he didn't give a fuck about you. They said it in a lot nicer way, but (laughs) he just really didn't like you. It's the same thing with you and me is if people love us, they adore us. Now, if they don't like us, they don't ever, they don't, don't want us around their fucking dog. 
They don't. But the thing is, but everybody is their dog loves would fucking you. love us. Their dogs do love us. They would fucking love shit. us if they would fucking actually take the time. Because the thing is, they could have voted for Joe Biden, fucking want us to go get vaccinated, whatever the fuck they got to do or want to do. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. I will still sit here and drink with yep. you and fucking party with you and fuck fat girls with you. I don't give a fuck. Damn right. Let's we have will. a good fucking time. Hey, I'm telling you, one of the best shows. I'm probably supposed to be like recalling some of the good shows I did this year with this being the end of the year show. But uh one of the I be- say that as a joke, by yeah. the way. I just want to clear that up. No, he's he he will fuck a fat girl, it's not pet your dog. Um <laughs> <laughs> We call it hog hunting. Oh I call Ooh. it wrangling heifers now. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> we both know what fat girls do with their mouth and Bobby. it ain't eat. That's why we keep them around. Mm. But uh, one of the best shows that I've done this year was with that guy that came in here that's a super liberal. He's getting, he's either married or getting married to a... Uh, Transformer. Transformer. And uh, let me tell you, I had so much respect for that dude. And I enjoyed that show so fucking much. Matt Oxley, uh, I should probably should name a lot more shows from this year, but... Matt Oxley show stands out to me a little bit because it was just two people respecting each other that were polar ends of the the uh, spectrum or whatever with each other. And I, I loved it. I loved it. And as long as you respect me and you're nice to me, I don't care how fucking different you are. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Um, back when I was going out all the time, I've kind of quit going out and making. I just don't like it no more. But I remember this one time I was out with the, the girls that are getting married, Kim and uh, Casey. No, 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 no. But I, I was out. Kim and Kim. Oh, I love yeah. Kim and Casey too. I, I fucking thank the world of them. I wish them a very happy New Year. Um, I'm I'm in their wedding. If it still happens, it was supposed to happen, but it canceled because of COVID. Of course. Uh, but I was out with them one night, and one of them had a friend that went to college and was super liberal. And they were like telling me about this person before, like they had seen my stuff on social media. Is that the girl that played golf with us that day? Remember? Uh. Maybe I know what you're. I, ta- I know what was. you're talking about, but I know Casey played golf with me and you one time. Okay. Um, but it was one of their friends. Anyway, this girl like ended up talking to me that night and being nice, and I was nice to her, and I pretty much told her I was like, "Look, I don't care how different you are. To me, what I don't like about people is when you say your opinion matters more than mine. If you can respect my opinion, I'll respect yeah. your opinion. We don't have. You know, I think the world be boring as fuck if every one of us agree. It would. And I don't think that's what democracy or anything is. There should be compromises made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it'd be stupid for you not to. Because me and you don't know. I always say, how is a fucking billionaire supposed to tell a poor man how to live? Yeah. That's everything in life. If you live a different life than I do, how are you supposed to tell me how to live or how am I supposed to? But I let's don't find need, a compromise that works for everybody. Yeah, I don't need everything I want. I promise you. Oh, that. fuck no. <laughs> no, I do not. God need. damn, you think I've had STDs. Oh. You give me a goddamn yacht and the money that I want. Oh, no, no. I got 18 baby mamas <laughs> in 10 different countries. I'm not pulling out of anything besides a port to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but truth be known, this piece of shit will not get on an airplane. We're going to change that I've this got year. To. We're going to Ireland. Go- we're going to Ireland. Well, we're going to Ireland. I want you to go to Ireland with me. That'll be fucking great. But I, I, you're also going to Jeff Ham's wedding. fucking. Yes. Well, not his wedding. That got postponed because the baby. Oh, they postponed. But because we're of- still having the fucking get down in Vegas. We've got two fucking top four penthouses, MGM Grand. When is it? 
This is in May. I'm going. Is I just it, need. I you, need several weeks to save up. Well, you better fucking. We're gonna saving. raffle a lot of stuff off from this studio because when I go, hey. just so I I'll know, give you any some shit woman, raffle for me, any woman yeah. that is interested into me, I'm just letting you know. When I go to Vegas, don't be interested into me. <laughs> because if you don't think I'm going to a place where prostitution's legal and gambling's there and not getting my dick sucked and losing all my money, you've lost your mind. This is going to be dangerous. It is. There's like 30 of us sharing two penthouses. It's like 200 let's, bucks a man. Let's be real. I'm going to eat Adapex and Adderall the whole time. I'm not even going to sleep. I'm going to end up in some crack den somewhere. Is, some bitch named so Letitia. Oh, oh, Jeff told me, I don't know if I told you, we've rented out. A fucking private pool at the MGM oh, Grand. Oh my god, damn! Like you don't even know fucking Cabana's private pool. It's, it's gonna be ridiculous. This is gonna it be is. the greatest thing ever. Oh, and you gotta take like nice dress clothes because apparently they've made reservations at stupid fancy. That's fine. Yeah, I'm For Vegas. About it. I won't dress up to go to somebody's Christmas, but I'll dress up to go to somebody's oh, no. Vegas or yeah. to go to Vegas. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be fucking good. There's no way somebody's, somebody's not That is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. We're I have a buzz. Well, we started taking yes. shots of Fireball a while ago. No, Josh went and got two bottles of Fireball. You want to know what's fucked up? We've only been recording 15 minutes since the break. Holy shit. Yep, this is why. I it thought is this like would be 2021 fun. of podcasts right here. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. Us going to Vegas. You know what, though? I'm telling you. like That's one of the things on my bucket list. And going with y'all for that event, like Dustin Heron's going. Oh, we're it's gonna, gonna fucking be so die. fucking dangerous. If somebody isn't doing coke off some stripper's butthole, and I'm not saying it's gonna be me or Lee, because we don't believe in those kind of drugs. It's gonna be me for sure. I won't even drink a Red Bull. I'm anymore. not saying that it's gonna be <laughs> Lee, but because <laughs> it will not be. It, it's definitely not gonna be Lee, <laughs> but. If someone there doesn't do coke off some stripper's butthole, did you even go to Vegas? I am going to have a good time. You are. I am not doing cocaine. Cocaine's bad. Hey, I'm telling you. I don't have nothing against them no more. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Yeah, thank you. And I didn't get what I'm doing. Mark and everybody else that told me I was going to be scared of them. Just letting you know. Uh, no, no, no. He didn't give them to me. Oh, yeah. No, I said they told me I was going to be scared of yeah, them. Yeah, They're the point. ones that was like, just enjoy it. You know, if you did it. Just enjoy the ride. They begged me to do them. They begged me to do them for like a yeah. year. And, dude, my head's so fucked up. I, I do not. Alcohol is as good as it gets these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't blame you for that. But I'm at the point of my life now to where... I listen to way too much Joe Rogan. That's probably my my like my biggest no, problem. That's made me want to try it. Them talking about like I even say this. And and if uh, Matt Jackson, you're listening to this, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I did a show with him today. It was a show before <laughs> this, and you all should go listen to it because he's a very big inspiration with his faith. But I talked to him a lot about some of the things that he's gone through, and I asked him, like, are you doing mushrooms at all? And I didn't mean it in a bad way. It's just where a lot of people have opened their mind and they say, once you do that, you see everything else different. So I don't know if you know this, and I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, you're good. You probably should have. It's, it's just a... So, all right, so I don't know how many of y'all know I lived in Oregon for like a year, and I had never really smoked weed, and I moved out there hippies, when I was like Hippies, drugs, and slugs. Yeah, go it, listen to that episode. The hippies, drugs, and slugs episode. You need to go listen to that one. Another yeah. 2021 reference. Yep, yep, yep. Another, Jesus, what a time. Bitch, a lot right? of marijuana, and there might have been an STD involved. 
Anyway. God damn, I think we passed one amongst each other that yeah, night. Good happen. Good happen. <laughs> but her name was Linda. Her name was Russell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Them goddamn Transformers will get you every time. Do you reach around and grab a fruit basket? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I'm glad I saved this for the last show yes, of the year. Yes, there you go. Yeah, we're getting canceled after this. If God I didn't damn. get canceled, on fucking Rastus and goddamn Transformers. If I didn't get canceled get... Tuesday night after I said I went to Auschwitz and all I got was this damn T-shirt, I'm oh not getting canceled. God, that is horrible. But somebody was talking about the Holocaust, and I, oh, and I made a joke, and I was like, "Some say it didn't happen." Uh, but it was clearly a joke because the Holocaust clearly happened. Very yeah, sad. Very yeah, very sad yeah. thing. Very sad. That, thing. That's. Somebody not thinking the Holocaust happened is the that's, equivalent of somebody th- flat earther. Yeah, flat the same earthers. fucking. Anyways, God but but my point was, how the fuck did I get to Oregon? <laughs> no, 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 I don't like. I had a story. This is what happens when you get fucked know, up on here. So I was telling you, I went out to Oregon for some. Oh, we were talking about the shrooms. That's what it was. So, anyways, that just reminded me. I didn't do shrooms there, even though I should have. You should have. I should have when I was younger and could have handled the shit. Anyways, but what happened was I watched a documentary about it. And the coolest thing was is I didn't realize that Indian chiefs, like literally if you're an Indian chief, apparently they actually had to do like DMT. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Ayahuasca, DMT, all the shit. Anyways, they actually had to trip and go through that spiritual journey in order to be a chief. That's something that they had to do. And not only that, they claim, I couldn't tell you because I hadn't done it, but they claim that that's how they saw, like if they come to a block and they're like, our crops won't grow, we don't know what to do, they sent the chief on a spiritual journey using hallucinogens, and apparently that's where they told them, you need to move here, this is where the soil's fertile, this is where you can plant and and continue the tribe and, and this kind of thing. So actually... Uh, it was a documentary. I think I watched it on Netflix like seven years ago or something. Anyways, awesome documentary. But it's just crazy to think that Native Americans, that's how they got their chief and that's how they moved forward and that kind of thing. And if you're a Native American, listen to this, and I am wrong, please tell me because if I'm wrong, that fucking documentary was wrong. No, it's no, not yeah, my fault. Um, one of the things with Hiawaska, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, HBO is a very liberal station now. Oh, HBO no is super little. So if it comes from HBO and you kind of agree with it, like there's a show on there. It's um, it's HBO Sports or whatever it is. Brian Gumble hosts it, and Brian Gumble is fucking super liberal. So if I agree with anything he says, it's probably real. Like it, it's probably real because they're or not. Or it's gonna, just something you like, or something <laughs> I like. You're probably right. I figured that out. Yep. I'm like Chris Rock. Chris Rock is like, I'm conservative <laughs> and I'm liberal. Yeah, but on it. They talk about the benefits of doing ayahuasca. And even me and Matt Jackson were talking about this. Well, he wasn't talking about it. I was talking about it. But, the, and this, this is going to sound fucking crazy, but fuck it, it's the end of your special, so who cares? But on there, they talk about the benefits of it, how it reprograms your brain. So, you, do you know what a CIA thing was, the Operation Mockingbird, like back in the 60s? Yeah, where they did all the LSD tests okay. and things on people. So, your brain, before there was a TV, radio, or whatever. It's basically like the movie Limitless. 
this. Yeah. It opens it, your mind it opens up and your you mind can up. see shit in a, another way that you you've can't been, see without. You've been programmed since birth to only see certain things, to understand yeah. certain things. Doing ayahuasca or DMT or any of the other stuff, it opens you up to the things that are already there. It might enhance them way too much, but it opens you up to where you don't focus on one thing, I guess is the way that they usually put it, to where like if you have on the HBO special, they're telling athletes to do it. They're telling people who have concussions to do it, people who have depression to do it, people who have mental anxieties and all this kind of stuff to do it for the fact that it reprograms your brain to where all the trauma and stuff you've been through, it shows it to you from a different way. And it makes sense because, like, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody here because I'm, I'm a suicide survivor myself, but how many Indians did you ever hear about killing themselves? How many did... When did depression really come about in the past hundred years? So it's going back to a pivotal or primitive state of mind. And I think that's how our brains were supposed to be. Like, we've been programmed since birth to fucking... I, I've gone down a rabbit hole lately because I'm fucked up anyway, so it might as well... If my head's already just fucked up as it is, let's add some more fucked up to it in this. I just watched a four and a half hour documentary... Just on 80s horror movies. So, yeah, so we're, we're both <laughs> it's fucked what up. what I do. Yeah, it's, it's what we do. We figure shit out. Yeah, I fucking love but it. But it makes sense. If all you ever saw in your life was the bright lights of the city, that's all you ever saw, and then you went out of town and there wasn't any lights, you, would, you wouldn't know how to perceive it. Like, you wouldn't know how. Your brain's just been programmed. That reminds me of that movie. Blast from the past. You remember no, that? I do. Exactly. Well, he's like, holy it's smokes, been, it's a uh, Negro. What's this? <laughs> George of the Jungle's ass playing in it. Yeah, Brennan Fraser. Brennan Fraser. I can't ever say that bitch's name. Brennan. Brennan. Yeah. But that just, that reminded me that I yeah. actually, that's a whole nother story. We went, so I went on a church trip one time. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. I don't, just go ahead. Is those are words I never. No, story. it's okay. Fuck it. I told you I've tried to find faith in the Lord and all that yeah. shit, and it I find, guess I made in His you. image, and yeah, it, it, find, it finds you. It finds you. So, anyways, I go on this church trip, and of course, I go with the First Methodist Church with all the good boys, good Christians, and that's the thing that always looked to me because I didn't go on a regular basis. So I, yeah. I was just that Tucker boy. And, and, like, I would go to the party and have six beer and have a good time. He's and then they're like, bigger. there's that good, there's that good so-and-so boy. But he was the kid at the party doing fucking coke on the coffee table at 16. And I was the piece of shit that didn't go to church. That's what they all do. So that made me go, Most of them. I don't give a fuck. So anyways. I don't care. But, yeah. So that, anyways, so I was trying to, trying to do my thing. And I went on this church trip. And uh, we went to St. Simon's Island. And it's funny because um, they told me they had a blunt. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, I hadn't really smoked weed. So it turns out they actually just took some Newports and fucking took the tobacco out and rolled a blunt out of a Newport. I smoked it, and it really did get me high. I fucking, I was lightheaded. Then they made fun of me and shit because I was pretending to be high. Like, I was like, I wasn't really pretending because the fucking Newport will actually give you a fucking nicotine buzz if you haven't smoked before. So anyways, it was one of those, oh, he's just pretending to be high. Like, anyways, so that's that's some of my experiences with church and good Christian people. 
So, anyways, but later that night, one of my favorite things is we were staying. It, like I said, it was some fucking camp and Saint Simon on Saint Simon's Island and stuff. And I remember the chicks; they were like cute little Christian girls running around. And this girl, or a group of them, I remember one of the good Christian boys went outside and they called it a star. I guess you moon people with your ass, and I guess he pulled his dick out and starred the Christian girls. Anyways. They come in our bunch. That's and everybody baptism. got in trouble. I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's the baptism where I'm from. Okay. So, anyways, well, if I'm you're just Catholic, saying, anyway. That's just one of my my good Christian boy Catholic priest joke. One of the one of. The, <laughs> 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 you're talking too fast to get it, motherfucker. Hit me a sprite. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is right. Yeah. If you'd have heard that podcast, I wish you could have got here early enough to be here with me and Matt. I did not. Need that in my life right now. I I want people to really give me some feedback on it. I really think I'm right in it. I like didn't it, know I y'all had like a, a debate about something. Or... No, we didn't. It's just, oh. and it's the same thing with you, is when it comes to music or whatever you do in life. Yeah. The people that are going to get you and understand you and support you are the people that we're supposed to, that you relate to. Everybody else that you don't relate to has no idea what the fuck you're doing, why you're doing it, or what you're saying at all. So it's like with my show. My show reaches a certain demographic or whatever that maybe, let's, Joe Rogan's to fucking go to this. Maybe my demographic, because I talk about a few different things and he does, it reaches them where he can't. But he reaches a lot of motherfuckers that I can't. And it's not necessarily always about the audience, like the available audience. It's about the connection with the audience. Yeah. And it's the same thing with you, your music, or whoever it is. If you're a creator or an artist or whatever, it's maybe not everybody gets you. But let's be real about it. If everybody likes you, if every, oh fucking touchdown again, if everybody gets you, you're probably doing something wrong because you're probably not being true to who the fuck you are. There's only be certain folks that are supposed to get. You. There's a lot yeah. of people to think Morgan Wallen's trash. I don't know how. Maybe they dumbasses. A lot of my friends are trash. There you go. I'm trash. I know. That's why we're friends. That's exactly. <laughs> but no, it's, it really wasn't a debate with him today. I was just trying to explain to him that. The stuff he believes in isn't necessarily wrong. I don't think he's wrong. It's just where if he has a he has an audience for it. Yeah. To, that's it. Everybody has got an audience. A, that's what I'm saying. Everybody I mean, fucking does. Jim Jones got people to drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean... Everybody's got an audience. I made a joke about that to my dad the other day at the funeral. He didn't think it was funny. Not at a funeral, Josh. Well, I know it was very fucked up. But my sister was there with her. Uh, oh with, fuck! With her husband and their kids. Yeah, then the clan came. The not the clan, the cult. Not that clan, but no, you know, you know the clan cult. Uh, well, they're both from Hazelhurst. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to drink, motherfucker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it, it, it wasn't going to be funny to nobody but Woo. you. But yes. Because I'm from Hazelhurst. That's because he's from... That's thank you. Thank you very much. But Donnie and me, as we always do, me and you was talking about you and your daddy bickering earlier. Oh, me God. and Donnie bicker every time we get around you. And that's just kind of how we show love. Both of us... I think everybody bickers with their parents about shit. And that's how me and him just happen. We... We give each I other think shit. We love to argue. We I kind of do until one of us takes it too far, and then you don't talk for a week. But <laughs> the other day, he was asking me why I didn't sit at the uh, why I didn't sit at the table with him. Like <laughs> I ate with my family at the table, and then as soon as it was over, because the cult members sat down, 
instead of me being a dickhead because I knew they were going to talk. Catch the unforgettable atmosphere of college football live as the number 18 NC State Wolfpack meet the number 25 Kansas State Wildcats in the Pop-Tarts Bowl the evening of December 28th. Visit PopTartsBowl.com. It's hard to find the perfect holiday gift, but Osea's Super Glow Body Set might just be it. This limited edition three-piece kit has everything they need to exfoliate, hydrate, and glow all over. Featuring Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, Body Polish, and Body Butter, it's sure to please everyone on your list, from your most discerning relative to your most deserving BFF. The best part? It's packed in a box so beautiful, you can skip the gift wrapping. Osea has been creating seaweed-infused skincare for nearly 30 years. Every product is crafted with ingredients that are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral. So you never have to choose between your best values and your best skin. For a gift that will impress this holiday season, give Osea's Super Glow Body Set. Right now, you can get the Super Glow Body Set valued at $126 for only $79 when you use code GIFT at OseaMalibu.com. That's code GIFT at OseaMalibu.com. To me. How many of the Colt came? Oh, there was two adults and three kids. They brought youngins that wasn't theirs? No, no, no. Two of them. One of them's. Two of them's my sister's. Like completely oh. my sister's. And then the other one's her new husband. Oh, okay. But so that's their family. It is their family. That's fair. Yeah, it is. But I knew I didn't want to be rude. But I was already. I've been in a bad mood since Papa died anyway. I've been in this in a yeah. fucking horrible mood. Been. Like with the stages of grief, I'm at the angry one now, and I'm I in the drunk stage of grief. Yeah, right now. and I knew that if I sat at that table, they would say one thing. Oh yeah, and then I'd lose it. So for the sake of my family, I decided I will go sit by myself outside, and sit on a tailgate and just wait on everybody to come on. Okay, so I was doing that for the sake of my family to keep everybody from arguing. Well, about 20 minutes go by. Gracie comes out here to sit with me and hang out with me. Then Donnie does. And Donnie's like, what's your problem? And I was like, you know what was going to happen. And he's like, you're such a fucking asshole. You know better than talking to me like that when I'm hurt. Yeah, exa- exactly. He fucking knows. He knew. He knew that I was not going to be able to keep I my fucking love Did Michigan just throw a fucking it. interception? They just threw an interception. Absolutely. 27 Dude, to 3. This is I the can't real stop Georgia. these fucking dogs. There we go. So, Alabama can. Unfortunately. Uh, we hope not. We hope it was just a, a whatever next week. But uh, but anyway, so he comes out here to talk to me, and he's like, you're such a fucking asshole. But he's not being ugly. We're playing. like We're back and forth. And I'm making cult jokes or whatever, and he ends up saying, yeah, I know what a cult is because all them motherfuckers wanted to go to the Milky Way one time. <laughs> and I thought it was funny because <laughs> if y'all knew Daddy, you don't know this motherfucker knows the Constellation. Like, you would not figure that Donnie knew where the fucking Milky Way was. Milky Way is actually a galaxy, but sure. Whatever. See, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. I'm just kidding. So he goes to walk off, and he's bitching at me as he walks away. And he says something, and he's like, I hope you end up in the Milky Way. And I was very loudly, very loudly, I was like, well, why don't you go drink the Kool-Aid, motherfucker, and make sure you drink all of it. Oh, He comes back out a few minutes later, and he's like, we're at a funeral. Do you know what you were just saying to me at a funeral? And you just told me you wanted me to die. And I was like, no, I wanted you to drink Kool-Aid. It's not all of it. Just drink enough. Not all of it. And I was like, plus it was a joke. You just told me to go see the Milky Way, motherfucker. 
What, what do you think? There's no difference in it. Everybody likes bickering with their parents until it goes too far. I just don't know. I don't know how to keep it from going too far. That's what we do. We take shit too far. We obviously do. But if you didn't, you would just be a mediocre motherfucker. So fuck. Thank you. Say, cheers fuck for that mediocrity. Shit. You know what? That's fuck exactly mediocrity. right. Cheers. That's why Josh is 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 like me. And fuck every time I bring Dustin Heron's ass around, I love him. But he's like, God damn. Oh my God. We're not saying any fucking names. Let me tell you what this bitch did today. Dustin. I you, thought we weren't going to say any fucking names. No, I can say it. his name. I can say uh, his name. I just can't say any names related uh, to it. Oh, I don't okay, know. I don't have, you know, I don't I have a fucking phone call about this shit. Let me tell you what this fucking bastard did today. Oh, yeah. My friends know that when I'm sad and I'm hurting, there's certain things you can do that's going to make me laugh. You cannot do the average thing. You, it, you cannot do the average thing to make me laugh. You sent me the midget supremacist. <laughs> you knew it was going to make me laugh. It was so worth it. Dustin calls me last night. And he said, hey, why'd you sleep with old girl? And I was like. Oh, my fuck. And I was like, I didn't. I didn't at all. And what are you looking at? Oh, I'm just checking. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I didn't. And he was like, yes, you did. And I was like, no, no, I didn't. He loves to fuck with people. And that's what he was doing. Like, yeah. he was making... He's so serious when he, he fucks had, with you. He has like, the did you? fucking greatest ability ever to fuck with you. Dustin, he will be yeah. the biggest dickhead oh with a straight God. face. And you really think, that like, Alabama did I fuck Did I do yeah, like, yeah, he had me yeah, thinking I did. Yeah, like apparently somebody told him some wrong information and you're legit worried yeah. that he thinks that. Absolutely. He's so serious about it. He did a great job. You know, uh, when we went to Alabama and you drank one bottle of wine and I drank oh, the yeah. Angel's Envy. Yeah. Oh, I drank like two cups out of Angel's Envy. And he messaged me and he says beforehand, he said, I know you're in this group message. I'm finna fuck with Lee. He's like, just go along with it. Because I drank a twelve dollar bottle of wine, and I actually went online, looked it up, some Costco fucking twelve dollar bottle of red wine I drank. He he was letting me know beforehand, but because of the situation he's recently been in, I thought the motherfucker was being serious, and I did not think. I was like, <laughs> Dustin's already sent me like a sympathy message yeah. and told me his condolences and everything to my family and all he this. He forgets all that. And no, no, like, he didn't. He, he literally tells me, he's like, I knew it cheer you up. Yeah, that's and what I, I'm saying. So I want to tell all my matter. friends, if you think fucking with me that hard cheers me up, you're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it fucking... It gives it me anxiety. Me, it did. It gave me anxiety, but then I heard that fucking Alabama Jew laughing. Yes, that I heard that motherfucker laughing. That goddamn third grade PE teacher. <laughs> boy, I can't wait to do it because I know he won't get a chance to listen to it beforehand. But you're on TikTok, right? Yeah. They, I, I follow like a lot of golf stuff on TikTok, and there's always these fucking these tens, these badass women on TikTok playing golf. Cart girls. No, not actually playing. The cart girls on there are yeah. fire too now. They oh, the cart girls and cock girls. The cock girls. <laughs> Where's that crew? That, see, that's Damn. how Dave Chappelle got canceled. Yeah. The cock girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tranny joke. <laughs> 
You got a Hummer from the tranny, didn't you? Yeah, I did. How do you know she was a tranny? My chick. Her hands were as big as her Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the 40-year-old virgin. That's such a good her. movie. That's such a good it's movie. so fucking awesome. God, all them fucking movies that you look back in now and be like, they couldn't have made that in 2021 because people are too it. fucking sensitive. But no, I'll say before we skip on, before we skip on, yeah, sorry, sorry. is on TikTok, they have those badass bitches that are just fucking tense playing golf. And I'm going to make a video soon. And it's like the girl you want to play golf with. And it shows one of them teeing off. <laughs> I'm going to post the a video of the one you get to play with. <laughs> it's Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the bitch from Matilda. No, he looks, he looks like, like the like fucking the... mother from fucking uh, from the Goonies. <laughs> the Moffratelli. He looks like Moffratelli from the Goonies. Just walking around. <laughs> Doing the truffle shuffle, Alabama style. <laughs> Shoot to the right. <laughs> baby. Baby Roof. Baby Roof. You don't talk about Dylan like that. He ain't oh in our lives Jesus. no more. If there's ever been a sloth in this world. Oh, my Jesus. You know who it was. It was Morgan Wadlin. <laughs> That's awesome. He looks so, like Ernest's brother. <laughs> you remember Austin Hutt? That yeah. stupid motherfucker. That bitch is funny. He's sneaky funny. He sends me a, a screenshot one time, a, a picture of this person, and he said it looks like Hardy's dad. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fucking... I, I actually know Hardy's dad, and he's a cool fucking dude. You, I think you introduced <laughs> me to one of their parents at Live Oak one night. Uh, probably Hardy's mom. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a I mom. I don't her. know who's... I remember you introduced me to her. Man, I got so fucked up one time at Losers. Hardy is back there in the back fucking yeah. playing golden tea with his boys. And I'm in there with my friends and shit. And uh, anyway, his name is Michael. And and I'm in there and I'm drunk. And I'm like, I'm going to say hey to this motherfucker because I love his mom to death. And she loves my son, Kathleen. Like, that. she came to see my fucking show three weeks in a row, dude. She ended up at my show. And uh, my friend, Callie Prince, She's a young, badass artist from fucking Texas. And she, she like, stays with the Hardys whenever she's in town. Anyways, I'm at fucking at Losers. Hardy's back there in the back room. And they always put a little, like, security detail to kind of hang around the door. And I uh -huh. know everybody. But he wasn't looking. I didn't give a fuck if he was. And I, I'd, I'd done enough shots. And I walked through. And I was like, hey, Michael, what's up, man? He looked like he didn't know who I was. And I was like. I was like, hey, man, I just wanted to say I love you, Mom. Oh, shit, look. What is it? Oh, fuck, we reached 100,000. We, we hadn't even put this episode out yet, and we hit a yeah. fucking hundo. Thank Woo. all you motherfuckers. Absolutely. Okay, now back to recording. Anyway. It's still, it was still recording while I was doing right. it anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I walked to the back room, and I'm like, what's up, Michael? How you doing, bud? Just just wanted to say, hey, man, I love your mom. She's fucking awesome. He's like, what, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Lee Tucker. He's like, great to meet you, man. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's... I, you know, it's like, that's, that's fucking cool. So anyways, I was like, I don't want to keep you. I just want to tell you, hey, I love you folks, man. Uh, his dad's on my, on my Facebook friends. And that's too, cool. So, so anyways, I just love them, man. The Hardys are such good folks. So anyways, then I go back in there and I'm hanging out with like Vaden and Kristen Kelly and that whole bunch chilling in the other room. And then Michael comes up and he goes to the bar and I'm like, and I'm, I'm, I'm just more hammered because it's just more fucking green tea shots and root beer shots. And Fuck goddamn, your root beer yes, shots right in the asshole. Yes. We'll get to Ugh. that. Anyways, Michael comes up and I'm like, hey, man, let me. And I don't know why I do this. 
Rich, I'm not that not that hardy as rich or whatever. I'm, he's got more money. He's well off now. He's I'm well just saying, now. he's doing fucking good. He's yeah. doing great. But I always want to pay for their drinks. I'm like, it's hey, a, man. It's a show of respect. It's the Christian thing to it do. It is. It is. So anyways, he comes up and I'm like, hey, man, you want to do a shot? He's like, man, I, honestly, I cannot do a shot tonight. <laughs> but he's like, what do you want? Whatever you want, I got it. And I'm like, fuck that noise. I was like, I got you and you boys, whatever. So they're drinking, I think they're drinking ranch water. They bring yeah. out like three ranch water. And I'm like, I got them, man. Yeah. I just want you to know that I appreciate the fuck out of you. Love you folks. Love you music. I just want you to know I like good people and I know y'all good folks. And that's all I care about. I appreciate you. And he's like, thanks, man. I, and then it's funny. I went in there to buy my fucking boots like a week later from Tacovas. They had just opened their store there in Nashville. And here comes fucking Michael and his old lady and shit. And I was like, oh, what's up? And he's like, what's up, motherfucker? Anyways, just, it's just funny how Nashville is like that, man. You meet people random ways. I have no idea. I didn't even know his mom knew who I was until uh, my friend Tracy Moore, she owns uh, Magic Hills Music, entertainment, whatever. And uh, I was playing those shows with, like, her writer's rooms. And uh, she was like, you know, Hardy's mom was there, and she, she really liked you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? So, anyways, that was the first time I found out that Hardy's mom liked my shit. So, anyways, we'll get off of it. No, no, you get the fuck it. Dude, you should be so fucking proud of that. No, I am. I'm just saying. What were you just talking about that? I was like, oh, we'll get back. Oh, my root beer shots. That's what it was. Oh, that too. Yeah, we got to tell them about the root beer shots. Root beer shots are the fucking worst thing ever. No, they are the greatest. I know they taste good. Bitch, I couldn't move the next day. Yeah, that's called having a good time. That's also called Nashville. It is Nashville. You got to learn how to fucking you like, practice. maneuver that bitch. Because people come to Nashville and they're like, you know, goddamn Chad and his buddies. Look, Nashville ain't ready, bro. And then All they the get cows there. in the world. Yeah, yeah, fucking Chad and Kyle. They are not ready. But, they fucking, they don't get it. They get there and they're fucking partying for fucking five hours. Hard as fuck. Bro, you got to fucking practice. You got to practice. Practice makes perfect. I'm telling you, because first time Josh came, Josh and Cobb came. God you remember damn. they were going to stay for like three days? They got there and stayed. No, like, we stayed three days. I just didn't move no, one of the didn't. days. you left at least one day early. No, we I didn't. Know. No, because we went with Brittany Green. I'm telling you, we did not. I no, didn't go out night. one of the nights that I was there. I, I called it early. early. I know y'all fucking went No, there. no, I left early another time that I was there. I know that night we went to Losers. After that, you're like, sorry, we can't do it today. And you're like, Because I was home. hung the fuck over. I no, thought I was going to die. Left. I think that was like y'all, y'all that wasn't, that wasn't with early. That wasn't with Cobb. When, when, I thought that was with Cobb. That wasn't with Cobb. I know what you're talking about, and you're right. There was one day that, That's when I, I introduced you to them goddamn boot whackers. Remember that? Yes, them? that's when I was dating. Yes. Uh, we won't say her name. I was dating an old girl from Macon. And was I that ended, the stripper? Uh, the stripper was from Athens. Oh, that's right. Miss Chokes a lot. Mm. Good times. Uh, I don't remember what she looked like. We don't. We don't say their names. We just say the, the nasty shit they like. I don't remember her name anyway. Um, good. I'm glad you don't. <laughs> I know she don't look at my social media no more, so I'm trying to forget her name too. She don't. None of them do. Oh. I leave a mark on you. It's either a good mark or a bad <laughs> mark. They'll be back. Now, love me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, what time you're talking about is there was someone texting me after me and you had been out all night, and I was supposed to be there, like, three days. But I ended up Soon. leaving t- day two. I ended up leaving day two. 
Because, because I was in that puppy love bullshit. We went, we went there, and then you met a girl at the Huddle House that night. Remember, just a female friend, I think, come and met us at the Huddle House. Or Waffle House, I mean. With Duke and Trey yes. Landon. Yep, Me, that's, you, that's the trip I'm Trey talking Land. about. That's yes. the trip I'm talking about. You left about. a day early. Yep. And I, then that time that you got so fucked up and you stayed with Dominique Hutchinson at fucking Hot Shots on 2nd Avenue. Uh, was, and you're oh, like, fuck. where the fuck are y'all at? And we're like, we're at the stage. And you're bitch. like, bitch, I'm at the stage. I don't see never, y'all. And we're like, no, we're at the stage. I've never in my life... <laughs> Been so fucking mad. That was the trip with Cobb and Brittany <laughs> that Green. That was fucking awesome. And for the, the dude from the, uh, it wasn't Nine Line, but it was a guy from. Oh, shit. It, his name's Mark. Mark Hambrian. Yeah, cool fucking Hambrian. dude. Yeah. And he, he owns a gun store in Clarksville. And yeah. he would he would send me apparel and stuff. Yeah. But uh, no, what it was is they left. And I was like, I'm going to hang out with Dominique. And uh, watched Dominique play. She got done. I called them to find them. And they were like, we're at the stage. <laughs> and I'm like, no, fuck you not. There's nobody at the stage. Like, but I meant the stage at the bar. At the bar. They meant that nobody told me there's a goddamn bar called the fucking stage. It's like the biggest bar in Nashville. Yeah, bro. didn't like, fucking know. Sorry, first time. And <laughs> I fucking am so mad because Lee, or who, it wasn't you I was talking to, it was Brittany Green. Yeah. And I was like, I'm on the fucking stage. Like, I went and stood on the stage because nobody's look. playing. And I was like, none of you motherfuckers here. So I thought he was all fucking with me. Well, then the bad thing was my goddamn phone died. <laughs> and my phone died. And I walk out, and I'm walking back towards the hotel. And luckily, by the grace of God, I see the big-ass sign that says, The Stage. And I'm yes. like, oh, you stupid motherfucker. And there's four floors. There's four bar. goddamn floors. And we are not at the fucking You're first at the third floor. one. Yes, the third, third floor one. is the acoustic stage. Yep. That's where that's where fucking Dustin Heron, Bryce yep. Carlisle, Stephen Paul, all my boys. Up. I walked around the floor on the bottom. I walked around the second. And then I was like, of course they're going to be on the rooftop. They're smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like that's, that was my mindset. So I go up to the top, and I'm up there. And then by this point, I'm like, these motherfuckers have left. And I walk down <laughs> to the third floor. I walk in the door. He accidentally and you came. motherfuckers had the biggest smiles on your face. <laughs> and I could have cut your fucking throat. I was so, I was so, <laughs> I was so happy. I was, I facing, was so fucking mad. I was facing to get on stage drunk as fuck and play pony. Oh, my God. I'm just a bachelor. When don't Boy, you? I was ready. <laughs> I was about to give me a big girl. Oh, God damn it. I was so fucking mad. What was bad was the next day you wasn't in the car when we went back. So, you know, when you're mm. leaving Tennessee and you're state. getting back into Georgia. There's a sign at one point in time that says, Welcome to Tennessee. Then a few minutes later, it <laughs> welcome says, to well, Welcome to Georgia. And then, oh no, it says, it says welcome, welcome to Georgia. Georgia. Welcome, welcome to Tennessee, Tennessee. Then welcome to Georgia. Yes. Because you go, you weave in and out. I wake up. What you looking for? That's right. There you go. I don't want to open another. I wake Thank up you. as we're going past the sign that says, Welcome to Tennessee. I knew Cobb, I knew Brittany Green. I thought one of these motherfuckers had left something. 
And I was so hungover and hurting so bad, I'd already pissed in the seat. <laughs> no. I had already pissed on myself pretty much. <laughs> oh, my God. And I wake up at the sign that says, Welcome to Tennessee. And I'm mad as fuck. I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck are we back in Tennessee? We're supposed to be home by now. And they're both like, no, calm down, calm down. Now, don't tell me to fucking calm down. What did you leave? And, and then, and then, like thirty seconds later, is a welcome to Georgia sign. They're like, "Bitch, this is the road." I had never been before, oh. so I didn't know. That, that was uh, awesome. that was one of my favorite trips ever. Though. I had I had such a good time. On one that of trip. my favorite trips is gonna be when your fucking ass starts to fly. I've got to. I've, I've he got, has never I've got flown. To. I'm scared of Dude, it. Dude, there's. Bitch, I'm telling you, there's these things they make that I've you recently fuck. figured out. They're called Xenix. Yeah, you fuck. You don't care. Like, without a condom. You can't be scared of an airplane and not be scared of AIDS. I'm just telling you. Uh, you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. If I'm going to play Russian roulette with my dick, yes. then I might as well fly. You might as well. Might as well. And it's, it's way more fun at the end. Yeah. <laughs> one of them you get on Delta and one of them you, you get on, on prevention pills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Once you start flying, you're going to be every fucking show I go play. Texas, Idaho, wherever the fuck I'm going. You're be like, I know. Hey, where are you playing I this weekend? I fucking know. Like, you're going to be all over. That's the thing. You're not going to fucking stop going I know. once you start. I fucking know, dude. It's so awesome. It's with, with my life being the way it is now that I have to do so many shows, and then I know that I can preset the shows to already be like distributed and me not even be here. Like me... Work for two, three days. I could work for one week out of the month, accumulating enough shows. Yeah. Only problem with that is there's not current events tied up in it, and now that that fucks you a little bit. This but corner where you go, yeah, you could do some shows when you're I there. could, I could. You don't have to bring all this shit. You, you can, you can bring some it, for the good quality. You need to bring a good bit of it. But there's some you could just say fuck it, like the one in Destin, the where you can't hear anything. Oh, once, fuck that show. Uh, one, that was a good show just between us. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. But uh. No, you're right. Once I, I'm ready. You remember, I, I got that fucking Disney app, and I couldn't stop laughing the whole fucking time. <laughs> so, let me tell you what this motherfucker did. This motherfucker right so here drunk. did the funniest thing. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. He was on Bumble, Bumble or, or whatever it was. Yeah. And he was taking pictures <laughs> of women that were attractive or unattractive. Most of them were. But I got the app that makes you into turns a Disney you character. Into a Disney character. <laughs> <laughs> but I was turning the people from Bumble and Tinder into Disney characters. <laughs> and they all they all look like the horrible fucking stepsisters from Cinderella. Oh, dear. Um, if you could took a goddamn Flash Foods cashier. You I'll tell you, take the ugliest person you know right now. The ugliest person you know in the world and turned them into a Disney character. She is character. trying to give somebody a poisonous apple. Yeah. I am not shitting you. Instead of poisonous pussy. Or she's the dragon. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. It's time for a piss A piss We'll be right back from a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> And we're back after break number two. One more again. One more again. This is the last little bit. Because uh, Georgia's winning 27 to 3. There's 13 minutes left in the third quarter. And, uh, you know, we want to we wanna finish the game. We want to finish the game, but we want to finish this first. Um, you know what I think we should do in this last little bit? 
We'll Talk about the shit from 2021 that we're actually grateful for. The good shit from it. Not necessarily just on the show, but it ain't got to be a lot of shit. Just no shit we're happy for. So many things. <laughs> That'll give us something to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we, got, cool. we got at least 10 minutes left. I had a lot of fucking fun this year. I did too. Um, this was, you know, I didn't know coming into this year with me not working in radio anymore how successful the show was going to be and show's done pretty fucking good so far i'm so proud of you little brother i, I am proud you. i promise you i'm just as fucking proud of you and uh you know it started it started my, my year this year did not start on january 1st it started when you talked me into coming to nashville for the first time this year <laughs> and we went to live oak oh. and Kristen kelly had just been in the top 10 Mm. Uh, on iTunes, and I had just been in the top 100 on iTunes for the first time, and uh, got to see Ashley McBride and Dylan Carmichael. Right in front of the stage. Oh, my God. And then you go up to Ashley McBride. Actually, you didn't. She was on stage, and you're just, we're sitting in the front row, and you yes, for a shot. I did got you? fired from radio because of you. No, that was in the corner. Oh, that did happen. You didn't and tell then, that on stage, that's and that's she's right. like, you're going to have to tell me about that after the show. And then I did. I got to have and a And then very- Blue Foley was like, I kind of wanted to kick my ass. He didn't know. I wasn't hitting on her. I was, I was just, I'm like, she is somebody I look up to. But Ashley told Blue, be my fucking right hand man, take care of me. Don't let blah, blah, blah. And he's wrote a lot of good songs for her. I wrote with her. Yeah, they wrote some fucking bangers together. I just talked to Blue last night. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Dude, I mean, he's written so many fucking bangers. He's such an amazing writer. And he's such a great, just the biggest. He was a very dude. good guy every time I've been around him. I mean, he wrote that fucking "If You Ever Get Tired." Of being being happy. happy, what a fucking banger! Yeah, man. And I mean, Ashley wrote that with him, and yeah. that's such a cool story. Yeah, just <laughs> you know? everything. That's how my year started off, and then I was blessed enough to get to go on some trips. And one of the good trips I got to go on this year was Destin with you. And everybody else that went dusting and, and everybody. Panama. And Kate. Let's not forget Panama. Well, that was connected. It was the same trip. But yeah, yeah it was Destiny. a great time. It was a great fucking time. And uh, Kylie was great all throughout this year. She's somebody I really got to thank for, you know, she sped up a lot of the stuff because she has such a good following. And then Miss Kelsey and and uh, Gabrielle and Ginger Billy and Bree? Catfish Cooley and everybody. This year, you know, it's just been a fucking crazy year. You've, it has. Yeah. Last year was fucking stupid, too. It's like everybody's world stopped. 2021 was like holding my beer, though, 2020. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, I don't yeah. know, man. My 2020 was stupid. And then this year has been my busiest year ever. Absolutely. And I don't even know how or why. Like, this year, I've been all over the fucking country and was supposed to be going to Denmark and Ireland because of COVID. It got pushed to 2022, but I'm just excited to go be with my gingers over there next I'm year. Go, I swear, I don't know how I'm going to make it work, but I'm going because you watch, do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen a couple episodes. Okay. Not a lot. Their newest season, they're in Ireland, and it's oh. probably not their last season. And I already thought that I belonged over there anyway. Like, I just feel like that's all, that is, besides for us being redheads. I and know some girls skin. from Ireland, and I love them. The baddest bitch on TikTok is from Ireland. There's I will show name. you when I get done. Her name is Rachel. And I wish I could give Rachel a fucking shout-out right now, but I don't know her at. 
This is the sexiest woman alive. I'm sorry for all the rest of you listening to me if you thought I thought you were. This bitch <laughs> is the baddest woman I've ever seen in my life. First person I ever been like, you know what? I'd marry her without knowing shit. Oh, remember the girl from Australia and Nashville? Never mind. There might I be two. <laughs> I was so fucking drunk. I was singing them with her like her. I bay say day. Just got another yeah. shrimp on the bobby. I wanted to go down was, under. Yes. I really wanted and to go. You told her, and that was well, her, well, I didn't realize she was married. Um, That's fair. But also, too, I wasn't really hitting on her. I was just having fun. Like, that whole group that we were with that oh, night. Oh, yeah. Well, it, fuck. It, I mean, we had Vaden and fucking all that yeah. whole bunch. I think you know what? One thing, one thing I've realized by going to Nashville. It's where down here when you go to a bar, you really want to find a woman to hook up with. Not necessarily, like, take home and fuck. But just hang out with, dance with, whatever. Have a connection. Have a connection some of some sort with. Have a good time. It is not that way in Nashville. It's like I am completely fine with sitting at a bar with a group of guys or a group of women, whatever. It's just a different atmosphere of people. I'm not saying they're better or they're worse. They just have a different mindset that connect with us. I feel like we're all there. The places we go, yeah. we're there for the live music, and everybody appreciates it. It's like, yes, happened to you one night, didn't it? You just fucking John Michael Montgomery ended up getting uh, up yeah. on stage. I fucking got to hang out with John Michael Montgomery. That was fucking crazy. But I went to this bar, and I, I'm guilty as anybody else that's never lived in Nashville. You think Broadway's Nashville? Broadway isn't fucking nothing. That's where people yeah. pay their bills. You literally showed me things leading up to this year. And then Blaine Bunning and Justin Dukes I and Ethan Blaine. Phillips. I love all those guys. Uh, your buddy Mark, Dustin Heron. They all showed me, including you, they showed me a different side of Nashville. I realized that my side of Nashville is the other side of Nashville. Like, it's not yeah. Broadway. I like to go there and watch Blaine play at AJ's and stuff like that. When you know a buddy playing... AJ's is still different than anywhere. And the thing is, so when AJ started... They only allowed 90s country and earlier. So, I don't know how many of y'all know this. Oh. When I first moved to Nashville, I was living with Tracy Lawrence's drummer and Toby Keith's bass player. And Toby's bass player, my good friend, Dink Cook, loving to death, we went on Tuesday nights, we went and played poker at our friend Dave Sermon's house. And Dave drove a damn tour bus for Diamond Rio. Then a few... A little while later, he got hired on, and he drove for uh, Oak Ridge Boys. We would go over there and play poker from, like, 5.30 to 9.30. And then Dink would have to leave, and we'd all leave. And I would ride with Dink. And he played at AJ's in, like, a super band. It was like it was just awesome. It was him, Jim Riley, which is Rascal Flatts' drummer, our buddy... Craig Maddox plays keys. He's played for several big acts. Clay Walker and a bunch of folks. Our friend uh, Tom Yankton, he was Rascal Flatts utility player. So he plays guitar, banjo, keyboard. And then our friend Rory Hoffman. If you don't know Rory Hoffman, look him up on YouTube. He is blind. Can't see any fucking thing, but plays like over 50 instruments and mastered all of them. He's phenomenal. So anyways, on Tuesday nights... We would just go hang out at AJ's, and they're playing everything from George Jones, Merle Haggard, George Strait, just everything you want to hear. good shit. Amazing. 
And and it's stupid, dude. I was standing there talking to Dink one night because Dink does not drink. He, you know, that's Toby's bass player. He does not drink alcohol, and I like to get fucked up, especially back then. It's always nice to have those friends. Oh, I got hammered. Intercepts in Georgia in the end zone again. That fucking hurts to them. So me and Dink are standing there towards the back of AJ's. We're Mm -hmm. standing there and we're talking. He's like, "Guess I'm gonna have to take your dumb redheaded ass home (laughs) again. You fucking drunk." Blah 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 blah. And he would bitch at me. He's like, yeah, I always get fucked up. I guess I can drive you home. And then this guy comes up. This random dude walks up in the Predators game. The Preds game just let out. This guy's got on a Preds jersey, and he comes up to me and Dink. Hockey and he, team, for those who don't yeah. know. It's not like the Nashville child molesters. Yeah, yeah not those Predators. <laughs> Chris Hansen, the goalie. Can you have a seat right there? I'm just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> So me and Dink can't molest there. here. Not here. <laughs> so me and Dink are standing there talking. This motherfucker comes up in a Prez jersey and he's like, "Oh, you need a ride home, man? I can I can take you guys home." And Dink is like so serious because you know Dink's a little older, and he's like, "No, man, thank thank you so much, but we're good. We appreciate it." And we keep talking, and the guy just stands there. And he's like, "Are you guys sure you don't need a ride? And uh, I can give you guys a ride." And he's like, "Huh." Well, we really appreciate that, but no thank you. And and we, me and Dink just keep talking because I'm drunk and Dink don't give a fuck about whoever it is. <laughs> and then the guy's like, are you sure you don't need a ride? And Dink's like, I, we don't need a fucking ride. And he goes, hey, Dink, do you remember me? And he's like, he actually looks at him and he's like, I, you kind of look familiar. And he's like, we used to play some uh, frat parties back in the day. I used to, used to play bass for me some. Uh, my name's Dustin Lynch. It's good to see you again. <laughs> and, and I fucking hammered Dustin Lynch is sitting there fucking with us about giving us a fucking ride on. And we're goddamn, I'm hammered. And Dink's just like, this after fucking Andrew Griffith's done going off, it's Dink's fucking bedtime. This Dink does not like to fucking stay out. He does not like drunk people, and I'm always drunk. And he's already aggravated. He's got to take the best of the best when it comes to drunk people. Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Dustin Lynch is sitting there offering us a ride home. Just fucking. If you don't know who Dustin Lynch is, look him to fuck up. Yeah, (laughs) he's got several number ones. Yes, I'm just. That's the kind of shit that I run into in Nashville, where you don't never know who the fuck is who, and you're just hanging out having a good time. But honestly, after that, we talked to Dustin for fucking thirty minutes and. He's honestly a down-to-earth, just good old fucking yeah. dude, and that's what you want. And the thing is, he had on a fucking cat. Uh, uh, he didn't have on his cowboy hat. He had on a fucking baseball cat and a Preds jersey. He doesn't look like the type that would wear a cowboy hat when he's not on stage. Yeah, not at all. I like him. I like. I, I like a bunch that, of his music. Well, I've run into him a few times since then at Whiskey Jam and shit, yeah. and he's just got on a t-shirt and a, and a fucking ball cap, and it's like. Yeah. That looks, that's you know, you. yeah, yeah, that's you. But we get it. You got to do what you got to do. I try and to buy a cowboy hat like every six months, and then I go try them on, and I realize that my face, my head, my beard, there's nothing about me that was made for a cowboy you hat. You don't need a cowboy hat, man. You need a brim hat, but not I a cowboy hat. I fucking want one of those short brim stats. Vaden, Vaden, Vaden kills it, kills it. But you would too, and you don't realize it. You just got to find the hat that says, "I'm Josh Terry." You got to find that fucking hat for yourself. I do. It's got ill fears on it. Well, I've seen that bitch. That ain't the one for you. God damn no. <laughs> hey, look. I think we're supposed to start talking about one thing else on this on this Sorry. lad. I don't give a fuck. Now we're on it. Hey, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, you know, I just uh, 
there's so many people. I've done almost 200 shows since last October. And yeah. there's so many people I'm just going to not thank. But I want everybody to know, if you've been a guest on the show, if you've helped me host this show, uh, Travis and Caroline with Dirty Prescott Kids, y'all helped with something recently, Justin Danger, um, Bree and Rachel. Uh, I love you guys a lot. Um, there's so many people. But, like, there's folks like you that when I get you on here, and I do not mean this in any disrespect, I don't care what your social media following is. I don't care that you're a songwriter. I don't care that you run in these circles. I just like being around you. And I think that's the same way anybody else feels when they're around you or me. That's why I hang out, because I fucking I, love you. I love you. you. I mean, you I just can't. You, you can't. They know we're drunk now. We're listening uh, to Keith Whitley telling uh, each other we love each other. I, we'll but, be dancing in I, no time. Oh, you goddamn right. <laughs> Belly Talk bumping. you out in them wrestlers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say we'd be touching tips, but if me and you were dancing, we're just belly bumping. <laughs> yeah, no ain't shit. neither one of these dicks long enough That's to right. touch the other That's one's right. belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, this year's been good. It kind of goes out on a somber tone. It kind of goes out on a somber tone, but uh, I got to tell you something. So I want to end the show, and if I get emotional or whatever. Well, I want to thank some people. You go, you, you, you think, you think, you thank them, and then we'll end it. I would, I would love to thank my friends Kristen Kelly. Oh, Trey, absolutely. God, I didn't say her name all ago. Kristen Kelly, Trey Landon. Fucking, I met so many people through Trey, and he's still a good friend of mine. I love that fucker. I love that little bitch. Justin Dukes, Dustin Heron, of course. Like, like man, if, and honestly, if, if I got like three best friends besides my dad, my dad is my number one. Dustin Heron, Jeff Ham. Josh Terry. If boy, That's if I wasn't that third one, we just finna fight. Fuck you. They gonna hear me beat your ass and you beat mine. <laughs> no, nah, y'all are, you know, you guys I'd be are getting family. chilly when I'd be like, this is my best friend's new song. And yeah. I'd be like, bitch, I don't produce music or sing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, that's my best friend. <laughs> but no, I, no, I love you, bitch. Seriously, I've got so many good friends. I mean, I want to thank so many people. I mean, this year has been seriously amazing from... From Key West, hanging out with my buddies Bobby Pence, and I mean that fucker wrote like some of it by Eric Church and Burning Man by Dirks Bentley, and like all these huge hits, as well as Clint Daniels. He wrote, he wrote with Bobby on some of it by Eric Church. He wrote fucking Broken Heartsville by Joe Nichols, and he even wrote uh, one of the hugest jams with uh, with Chris and Kelly this year. Man, she's she's doing great, but Bobby. Clint Daniels, my buddy Mark Orient. Like I said, down in Key West this year, man, we just, we had a great time. Hasten Lot that owns Live Oak. Oh, don't forget Hasten and Co. Oh, Kate and Josh. Oh, Kate fuck. and Josh, Hasten and yeah. Co. Ali Colleen, Trey Allie. Lewis. Man. Matt McKinney, goddamn. There's yeah. so many people. I wrote, I wrote the follow-up to Fuck Kathleen with Matt McKinney. And, and I'm not sure if Matt's going, but I'm supposed to be going in like two weeks. I'm going to Dripping Springs, Texas about 40 miles outside of Austin to this huge fucking condo on nine acres out in the desert out there. And I, I believe uh, fucking, I think Dylan Carmichael. He is, I Trey, saw the list. Yeah, Trey Lewis, all these fucking people. And it's just going to be such a blast just hanging out, drinking, and grilling. This fucking, by the way, this place has four hot tubs. I, I am excited. Oh, by the way, there's a lot of female songwriters going too. <laughs> 
But no, I am he's excited. Not, he's not touching tips. <laughs> no, but I am excited to be in a hot tub with Trey Lewis because I love that motherfucker. You know what? I want to see who has the worst body out of the two of you. Oh, it is definitely me. They're like a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> Just goddamn. Yes. Proud, I swear to God, you. I'm, proud, if, I'm so fucking. You know, we we I think we talked about this probably last year, but the show wasn't what it was last year about this time. But me and you both, besides for us just loving each other the way we do, we're both going up at the same time. We're both moving up at the same time. There's we're getting so put many in the circles. of my good friends. Dude, Priscilla Block has been one of my good friends for what, I don't know, fucking four years now. And she now. can't she make a song fuck that fucking ain't number one now. And she writes with fucking Hasten and Co. Our friend Sarah Jones. That was Stone one Ailey. of my, like, oh my God, what is her name that you introduced me to last time I was in Nashville? Um, the one who I did, Brian fucking Martin and her did a show in your apartment. Uh, oh, oh, Brian, Brian Young, God Woo-hoo. damn! I still Brienne's, listen to the demos that she sent me. Man, still a beast. She's a lesbian like we are too. God damn, is she? I love, that I girl. love that motherfucker. <laughs> but we're both we're both going up, and um, I'm proud of you, but I'm proud of myself too. I'm proud of you. I'm bro. proud of both of us, man. Like I said, man, I got to see so I got. I got invited. What's crazy? I went to Idaho Falls with my good friend Chad Wilson. Man, Chad, who's got a number one overseas? Don't in he? fucking Ireland, he had yeah, number one. That's why I was going to Ireland. Yep, I was going I to tour Ireland with fucking Chad Wilson. I've been Eric listening Erdman, to you Charlie when you be Argo. talking. And I mean, Chad's fucking. Y'all look up Chad Wilson. He's got a shit ton of great songs too. And and the thing is, me and Chad have done so much stupid shit together. He's such a great dude. I love. I want to give a shout out to Stephen Pace. Stephen and Natasha Place, they own the Pace Place at Lake Martin. You can rent oh, their God, place. Oh, God, I cannot wait for us all to go back there oh, together. Oh, my God, it's Ugh. so great. It's like a huge, it sleeps like 22, and we have a private chef come in and cook <sighs> for us. fucking love and it shit. there. Such a good time. Like I said, but I've, I've been everywhere, even like I said, so last time Chad invited me with my friend Lance DeBrock. I sent you some of his music. Yep. Oh my God! Sounds like a damn white Otis Redding. He's yeah, an old you know Louisiana. You I love that shit. Old coon ass boy, Louisiana. <laughs> he is. That's what they call him. I know what they call him. Anyways, Lance is phenomenal. So me, Lance, Brittany Kellogg. She had a number one. Uh, fucking look up Brittany Kellogg. Literally, y'all. I think Ernest shared today where she made him cookies for Flower Shop. That makes that makes total sense. It, it is, she has yeah. a song. Um, God, I feel stupid. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like, hey, mama, or mama. It's, yeah. it's so for single moms or whatever, and she kills it, dude. She's living her dream and single mom and, the, and, and killing. Actually, she's got an old man, and they're, they're great folks. But anyways, but me, Brittany, Chad, and Lance went to Idaho Falls. I've never been out there. I went out there and played Idaho Falls in a place called Bone, Idaho. Made some friends out there. Buddy James and Cole met them. James got engaged on stage while I was there. That's cool. And he wants me to come back to fucking Idaho in like July for his wedding and, and play. If I ever get anybody and, pregnant again, you're going to play my wedding. Well, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Just, just good luck marrying anybody. I don't want to marry anybody. I, actually, I, like I should wish them good luck. That's yeah, why you I should. Good That's exactly what you should wish him. Um, like, I, I will pay child support, but I will Mario Oh shit. But no, this is uh But yeah. This just, has been a crazy year, man. And there's a it has. There's a couple people that I didn't say a while ago that I have to say before we get off here. 
First off, they were never a sponsor for the show, but they're family. Um, Hardy Funeral Home in Eastman. You just did a, a justice to our family. Uh, I very much appreciate uh, Uncle Philip and Aunt Debbie and Miss Lisa and, and all of y'all. And then uh, the holders. Uh, Cody Wiggins, you ain't a fucking holder, but you might as well be. But you've been there with me when uh, I couldn't have asked anybody else to be with. Lee would have been here, too, and there have been some other friends. Trent, probably, too, if he went with his family. There's a couple of folks that don't count on. Cody. I, Co- I had COVID. <laughs> yeah, he had COVID. I know. I know, I know. But, uh, wow. Co- but, Cody, you've been here through so much, and if I didn't say your name, I'd have felt fucking bad about it. And uh, Chris Holder, I love you, motherfucker. And Scott and Kitten Holder. Uh, y'all also go look up Holder Maximum Security because instead of me thanking them, these greedy bastards, they'd rather me promote their business. <laughs> I would like to thank Scott Holder uh, and Pedro. And Pedro. And I we can't say fuck. why, but I appreciate we the shit We fucking out, appreciate the hell out of people. Pedro's so a much. fucking brother, too. Thank you so um, much for what you did for me last week. Yeah, but you don't know this, and if I get sentimental now, it'll be the first time I've got sentimental on the show, and I don't want to, but... You remember the one year you went with me to the gambling boat at New Year's? Oh, yeah. That is the only time I've ever been drinking with my papa. I didn't know your papa was even on that boat. Yep. I didn't even know I was on that fucking I know, boat. I know. I know. But uh, that is the only time I'd ever drank with him. I didn't realize that was the same time. Same night. I remember meeting him. I know we had barbecue with him in Macon. We had barbecue with him in Macon. But the gambling boat that night. I forgot he was because there. he used to go every New Year's Eve. Yeah. On the gambling boat. That's the only time in 34 That's years. That's why we were dressed up. That's why we were and dressed up. And we had to up. ride back in that fucking jeep with and no. We had to top. ride back it in the jeep. It, it was not dead. warm. It was not warm. Yes. But you know, it's, I'm I'm a very sentimental fucking person. You know that anyway. I'm a that cry baby. Too. I cried to you. A hundred goddamn times. For no now. reason. I'm not gonna cry now because it's. <laughs> I've obviously I think got most of it out of me, but I wanted to remind you of that. That uh, you know, there was, there was a lot of reasons why I wanted you to be on this one. Well, this means so much, man. I love it. I love it here. I love the studio. I love the people. I love you. There's just so many fucking good folks. Well, your that, that are a part of this. Your family. You know, Cody Wiggins is kicking himself somewhere right now because he. His, if, I hate it, that bitch it, I do too Because <laughs> I wanted him A part of this uh, Also God damn It's just so hard The past couple of days All the people Cass uh, Kelly I God damn I don't know if I ever said his name On the show He just messaged me And said he overslept He's on the way Oh shit but I'm he, already drunk I don't want to go party With Cass now No shit, no, no shit. <laughs> But There's been so many people The past couple of days Man And this past year In general there's some I want to tell to go fuck themselves, but that's the grief. That's the that's the anger, and we're not gonna let that take over. Yeah, fuck that it's noise. the it's the happiness. Neil and Kelby Mullis. Holy fuck, I was about to leave Neil out. Love them. Hey, man, there's just so many people that I'm very, very grateful for. Matt and Josh. Oh fuck, Matt Burton and Josh Davies, yeah. man. Love them to death. See, that's the problem when you have so many episodes. There's so many. You, but there's it's just so, so hard many to think good about. people in our lives. Yeah. It's, it is crazy. It really gets to the point to where you're like, oh, God. And then Keith Whitley comes on with Brother Jukebox. Good job. Mm. It gets to the point to where you realize we are surrounding ourselves with good people. And that might not be the only reason why we're succeeding in our fields, but it's got to be part of it. 
If you're if you're like somebody told me not long ago that if you surround yourself with people that just want to work a nine to five and they're content with that, that's all you're ever gonna be. Because they're gonna yeah. bring you down, not in a negative way, it's just they don't understand. Me and you always I feel like when you're around I get recharged. It's weird, man, because I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. I don't either. There, there's times, because I write, like, like the songs that I have out, yeah, I put them out because I'm like, people What's the one to that this? came out today? Words of Wisdom came out today. It's like But I listen said, to the whole catalog. Yeah, but there's, dude, I have hundreds of songs that people will probably never hear. And it's like, what do you, what do you release and what do you not release? And you write so many songs. And, and it's like, where... How did I get where the fuck I am? I have no yeah. idea. How did I get mixed up with the bunch that I'm mixed up with? How am I partying with the people I party with? <laughs> and and not just that I party with them, but literally if I am fucking broke down in no, a they ditch love you. They at three in the morning, you. I know I can call Vaden. Yep. Know I can call fucking Dustin. There's so many people, you know, because I'm from I'm from Hazars, Georgia. I moved fucking seven hours north. Didn't know anybody, and I have a whole fucking family up there. It's ridiculous. Oh, you Dude, do? We're, we're definitely blessed. We're two blessed chubby gingers with good attitudes. You know That's what? We're, know. we're not 40 yet. <laughs> we're not 40 yet. You got you got one or close. two years. You got one or two I'm years getting on there. <laughs> you know what? Somebody told me at one point in time that you're not successful, and you're not in the life that you want to be at until you're 50. Me and you have laid the groundwork to where by the time we're 45, we're good. But by the time we're 50, I think we're real fucking good. We, we're not those that have skipped any steps. Paying your no. dues is something that me and you both have I done. I have played fucking drums in you so play. many bars every weekend for $100. I was living off $800 <laughs> a fucking month for five years. Motherfuckers don't know that about me. Yeah. I was a professional drummer for yeah. five years. That's what I did. When it comes down to it, you know where I'm going to, and we'll, we'll end it on this. You know where I'm going to say me and you both started? And this is not knocking this place. My first event. And I love this place. I've been going there since I was Ma 15. and Miss... Uh, Ma Sherry. Ma Sherry. We started at Frank's. That was the first Bearded Bastard event, but you had played there. You've done some riders rounds there. You've done several things there. I've been there since I was 15 yep. years old. It's my first fucking... Book. I've always thought it was a very weird thing that I started off my first event at Kerrigan's. Not Kerrigan's, but Frank's. Then I did one at Kerrigan's. I used to play and at then Kerrigan's I did, and then I did 14 Crazy days out of the month. Yep. I played at Kerrigan's 14 and then, days a month. And then my next event was at Crazy Bull. The last two events I've done was Trey Lewis, December last year, then Creed Fisher earlier this year at what Crazy Bull. fucking day that was. Oh, Trey my Lewis. God. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> I love Trey but, uh, and Matt and then everybody. Oh enjoy God. Beth Taylor. Ella Langley, fucking, fucking. I wish nothing in the world but the best for those guys Man, and those girls. They're still killing it. They're we, fucking uh, owning it. We are just going to keep growing. You know, uh, even though, you know, there's some things that I didn't understand about the show earlier today with Matt. Me and Matt had our moments, Matt Jackson. I told him something, and then I want you to know this too, is you keep following your blessings. If things are going good for you, then stay on the road you're on. If things are going bad for you, fucking veer. But if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're doing and you know you're fucking good at it, as long as... 
you're getting blessings. And it's like what I told him earlier was there's months that I think I'm fucking broke. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, damn, all my bills got paid and didn't get paid by an illegal way. Like it yeah. got paid by sponsors. Yeah. It got paid by, I just had a damn guy that's fixing Mr. Bruce Thompson. Damn, I hate, I, I didn't mention you. Uh, who's going to be labor commissioner of Georgia. He just came on like for some of his businesses. I hate I didn't get to meet you. Oh, you you will. You will. He's going to fucking love you. He, you're going to fucking, Candace Taylor, like all those folks. Well, what's stupid. So the, the first You're the one time, reason I got hooked up with Candace in the first place. Yeah, but that was because my, my basically my stepmom fucking told me, hey, yeah. this girl's running, blah, blah, blah. Very you good need to person. hook her up with Josh. I did. But then I literally found out a month ago, her husband, I went to fucking school with him. I played <laughs> Little League with him. I had no idea that was Ryan Taylor's. Oh, I yeah. got something. So all my songs, that the first songs that I ever wrote, you've never even heard them. Yeah. He recorded them. He owns oh, a recording cool. studio. That's cool. He recorded my first songs that's cool. that I ever like believed in enough to record them and everything. God, they were probably yeah. horrible, but Damn. I still got them. I got to show them to I'm, you. I'm literally trying to think of everyone. I said, it's Kelsey already. I said, Kylie, Trevor Norris. Um... Were you here last New Year's when we just had a clusterfuck around this table? Yeah. Okay. This is way better. I love the clusterfuck that was around the table. This is fun. This is. But this is what me and you shine at. This running our but fucking mouth. I just wonder. I just, I'm just curious. I wonder if people are actually going to listen to this they and are. enjoy this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just what? us talking bullshit. You know what? You know why they're going to? It's because. It's real. They've got somebody that they wish they were sitting across from right now. Well. That's Me and you thing. can sit here and brag on each other. It might sound like we're really beating each other off right now, and it's because we kind of <laughs> are. But I've got somebody to look up to. I've got somebody to look up to. I've always thought that about you. You showed me how to do stuff the right way. Even last time I was in Nashville, you were 100% right <laughs> when you told me, meet these people before you pass judgment. Yeah. And I fell in love with Josh and Kate. That day. I didn't like their music before then, but after meeting them, I understood not only the appeal, but just everything about them. Once and, you hear them live. Yeah. They're fucking It was great. like a fucking party in my living room Absolutely. at 9 a.m. She was so <laughs> fucking tired from driving from Ohio. Wow. That bitch is something else. God. Man. She's something. I, I but, love um, you, Kate Hasten. I'm just I, love, I love you all. <laughs> if you've done my show this year and I did not say your name, I want you to know that I'm sorry. It's very hard to remember everybody. I tried my best to, to remember everybody, but uh, you know what? My favorite guest has got to be you. It's always going to be you. Well, I love you, brother. I, I appreciate the shit out of you. I love you, I too. really do. And you know what? Folks, this is how we're going to end it. I think I've said that three times now. Thank y'all for listening to me all fucking year, every time I've had a chance to be a part of this. download each one of his songs. Honestly, Words of Wisdom is them. the most hokey country. It's a fucking joke. It's funny. What is it's the one? It's meant to be funny. You know what my favorite one of yours ever is? She don't? No. It's when I still lived in Macon, long, oh. long time ago, and it's the one talking about you met a brunette on Broadway. Oh, broke. Broke. Broke is my dad's favorite song. That Broke is the most is Jamie Johnson. I, oh, that goddamn. You know what? I don't believe in coincidences. This is you how, forgot to tell is, me about the Jamie Johnson. Here we go. Here at, we go. at Papa's funeral, 
The first song that played was a song that I requested to get played. It's Shenandoah, um, The Rock. And one of my my favorite people, let me tell you, you know how Josh talks about how I tell him, like, hey, you got to do this and play the game. And and I had somebody that fucking pulled me aside and said, quit being a dumb fucking redneck from where you're from (laughs) in this fucking town. I I had to do that. I had to do that to Josh. Cause you know we grew up a certain way, and and just we just like to have fucking fun. Like we don't give a fuck. And my buddy Paul Sanders yep. plays bass for Shenandoah. Yep. He's the guy that told me you cannot get that fucked up. You cannot fucking say the shit you say. You can't get that fucked up, and you you can have a great time. That's fine. But he's like, dude, you party like I used to party, and I'm telling you, as fucking man to man. You're going to learn this town, and I want you to be successful because I love you. He's like, and I'm just trying to help you. And I've had to do that with Josh. You've had to. And we I all have it. that person to it. kick our ass and be like, don't fucking get so fucked up that you goddamn say retarded shit and you fucking puke all in the and bathroom. And you make an ass out of yourself. Yeah, don't do it. That is and why I didn't go to fucking Vaden and Kelly's yeah. house that night to hang out with Ashley McBride yeah. when she asked me to. Because I didn't want to be that guy. And if it wasn't for you, yeah. I would have been that guy. And do, and I'm telling you, it's just, it's growing and learning. And that was that was six months probably after I got to town. Yeah. And I met him actually at AJ's. Through Dink Cook, just like I meant fucking it always, it always wraps around. It does. It's so wild. So I'm just saying, it's not just me getting on your yeah. ass. Oh, no, I've I, had people I, I get it. on my ass because I need it. When you don't know, you don't know. And that, the thing that's the is, thing. when you when you are so fucking stubborn and you don't listen, like that's us. when you don't learn. <laughs> that's right. You got to be able to grow. You do. You have to be able to listen to people that's been there and done that. And that's how you grow and you learn just always be open-minded and be willing to listen to somebody when they're trying to help you. That's exactly. that's the biggest piece of advice I can tell you. Because there's always somebody that's already been where the fuck That knows been. better than you do, whether you want to fucking believe it or not. you don't have to fuck up everything. That's right. You don't. There's somebody that almost fucked up everything and learned, and they're there to help you. I'm glad that's they told you that. There. But what I was going to leave you with, and I'm going to leave all y'all with, because we literally, we got like... I got three minutes into shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. You're, no, I'm fine. I love, I love when you fucking ramble. They played three songs at his funeral. One was Shenandoah's song, The Rock Song, that I requested. The very last song was just Bagpipes, Amazing Grace. You never heard Bagpipes, Amazing Grace. Turn it on right now and just fucking squalor. But yeah, squall. the second song, when he passed away, I texted my mama. And I said, I want this song played at his funeral. This is what I've always thought I about him. Was I, yep, I, will cry. I want him I to play it in my grandma's. Hold on, hold on, fucker. I texted my mama, and I said, I want this song played at the funeral. I said, but I know how fucking stubborn he was. He probably planned his funeral out. As they're doing the fucking funeral program, they say in it, Buddy Pittman came in 2015. He planned out his funeral with Mr. Philip Hardy. You know what the second song was? What? Lead Me Home by Jamie Johnson. And when I heard that shit, I knew, I knew that he was right there and everything was good. That's why even as fucked up as I've been lately, and I've drank a lot of liquor oh, in the yeah. past five days, 
I knew that if my papa ended with a Jamie Johnson song, and that was the only one he picked. I picked Shenandoah, Mama picked Bagpipes. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Because that he, whether he knew that that meant anything to me and you, dark. It definitely it, meant. It meant something, you know? I wanted that played at my grandmother's funeral, and they're like, I don't know who that Jamie Johnson guy is, and it never got played. But and then my best friend got to open for him. Yeah, I did get to open for You got Jamie to open Johnson. for him. And I got to play Fuck Kathleen in front of like 2,200 people. <laughs> and then I walked around all night with my middle finger up saying, Fuck Kathleen on three. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to end this. Now I got to hit stop. But if you have helped this show and shared the show this year, I love you. Uh, if I did not thank you on the show, I want you to know I'm sorry. Cody Wiggins, Lee Tucker, Dustin Heron, everybody else, du- Justin Dukes. I really want to say all your names right now. But if it wasn't for Blame, y'all, Blaine, Ethan, everybody. If it Kristen. was not, if it was not Kristen Kelly, if it was not for y'all, my show ain't shit. Kylie, everybody, Kelsey, everybody, Kate Stinson. I love each and every one of y'all. And if you're listening to this right now, you're a fan of politics, religion, and whiskey. If they and stuck I all love this, you. You tell me, love them, Tucker. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And thank y'all for helping my best friend and my big brother fucking be who the fuck he is. I appreciate y'all. I love you, buddy. Happy New Year's, motherfuckers. Don't miss the history, the tradition, and the pageantry of big-time college football. It's bowl season in Orlando. Orlando's New Year's tradition returns when the number 17 Iowa Hawkeyes Meet the number 21 Tennessee Volunteers in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Be there live for one of the biggest bowl games of the year. Visit CheezItCitrusBowl.com. Is credit card or other debt making it difficult to pay your rent or mortgage? Home insecurity is often the unintended consequence of an inability to pay mounting credit card debt, student loans, or medical debt. But by working with a nonprofit credit counselor, you can avoid or reduce the risk of eviction or foreclosure while tackling debt for good. For more information about how nonprofit credit counseling can help, visit nfcc.org. Made possible in part by the nonprofit Wells Fargo Foundation.